What's going on, guys? You guys who watch the podcast know that I'm a food guy and I love my snacks. So I'm also doing a transformation. I'm down about 11 pounds and I've been looking for things to snack on here and there. And one of the things I do is I do cereal mixed with protein powder. And I think somebody at Magic Spoon must have seen it because Magic Spoon, the cereal, reached out to me and said, hey, our cereal has protein infused in it. You should give it a shot. So I did. It actually tastes really good. And the macros line up for me pretty well too. So it's 14 grams of protein per serving, four grams of carbs, 140 calories. So I was like, okay, this works. The flavors are all good. They got cocoa, peanut butter, fruity, and frosted. There's other flavors, but those are the four flavors I got. They're actually very good, man. If you guys want to try them out, get the variety pack. They just got a variety pack of those four flavors and you can try them out. They'll suit your diet. They kind of get you through those times when you're not, you're kind of sick of the chicken and rice. The cereal is not like other healthy cereals. Other healthy cereals you see in the organic section, they kind of like look like they're supposed to be good cereals, but they're not. You always end up being disappointed. Magic Spoon's a little bit different. It's actually a little bit too good to be true. It's keto-friendly, it's gluten-free, it's grain-free, it's soy-free, and it's low-carb. So click the link below, grab a variety pack, and try it today. Be sure to use the promo code RBP5 and get $5 off. You can also go to the URL magicspoon.com backslash rbp5 and get the five dollars off magic spoon is so confident in their cereal that they have a happiness guarantee if for any reason you guys don't like it they will give you your money back full stop no questions asked so click the link below use the code rbp5 for your five bucks off or go to magicspoon.com rbp5 get the five bucks off that way guys you will not be disappointed it's a good way to get a little bit in your diet without feeling too guilty about anything and still nailing those macros. We're good. What are you eating? Uh, fish, rice, pineapple. Fish and pineapple. I've never had that together. I did chicken and pineapple. I put pineapple in fucking everything, man. <laughs> is it for it helps with the uh, helps with is, the it for, is it for sexual reasons? Sexual. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't put I don't put pineapple in my missus. I mean, I put it in all my food. Not everything. <laughs> not everything. <laughs> like I put it in one meal. You don't know the sorry. pineapple. You don't know the pineapple story. This... Oh, the fl- the flavor. Yeah, no, the flavor. I'm not gonna taste it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> What are you doing with yours? I'm just saying, if you eat for those, for so those guys don't know what we're talking about. Apparently, pineapple is supposed to make your cum taste sweeter, so that your uh, how's it taste, Fred? I've never had the pleasure of trying it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, so what have the reports been then? <laughs> <laughs> I've never had actually. I never actually had a report. I just this is what I this is what I hear. This is all I'm saying. It's just this is the urban myth. So uh, this is what you hear. You hear mmm. No, no. <laughs> no, no. That's not that's not what I hear. I just, no, uh, no, I see, I see what you hear. You hear mmm. No, <laughs> big, uh, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. You hear mmm. A Big Mac with extra bacon. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Apparently. A saltier foods is supposed to make it taste worse and more bitter. Oh, well, I, 
Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm fucked. Then. I got so on everything. Yeah. Sorry. You're over salting all your food. Yeah. But maybe because you're eating the pineapple, it bounces out. So yours, yours just tastes like nothing. Yeah, maybe. It's just, it's, it's, just, bland, it's just bland. <laughs> um, are you eating rice cakes? Are you? Was that rice cakes? What is that? A baguette? Sourdough. Oh, sourdough's the best. It literally is my favorite bread. Yeah, I only I only fuck with sourdough. I can't keep it in the house. I would buy no seriously because I would buy a loaf, and I was I would make these fried egg sandwiches with it, and then I would fi- and I would end up. That's my last meal. Yeah, but I would end up having it for like every meal, because <laughs> <laughs> it tastes so good. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm just not going to buy sourdough bread anymore. No, Patrick had me last off season do um, kind of like four slices of toast and eggs at night. Yeah. Mm, so I just do fried egg and toast. Yeah. If I'm in the off season, I'll throw a couple slices of cheese on there. If I'm not, but I want to have a little f- what? No, I'm not a cheese guy. You don't like cheese on your egg sandwich? Are you crazy? Apparently. Fried egg. Wait. Toasted sourdough bread, cheese, couple fried eggs. Some ketchup. Mm-hmm. Top piece of bread. Done. Not the cheese over here, though. It's fucking dog shit. Yeah, well, you got to get good cheese, obviously. It's not like... Yeah, not, cheese here is like plastic. <laughs> um, hey, I want to ask you something. Mm-hmm. Since we cover... Uh, what, what's going on with the other guys? Are they coming or what? Fuck them. Did they forget? Is it just me and you today? I don't care. Fuck them. I'm I'm in good spirits. I can handle this. I can. Yeah, dude. Before it's so funny. Before the uh, before your show, man. That last episode we did. I'm like, I'm not talking to Ben anymore. But you mean where I was dying, like (laughs) literally dying, because that was the Wednesday, and I went to hospital on the Thursday. (laughs) So I was literally. Do you know when? Do you know when I called you? You know when I called you on Thursday, and you said, "Hey, man, I think you're in hospital." I was laying here, curled up in a ball. Like rocking back and forth like a fucking maniac. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, but that you, that part because you were on your deathbed and Guy was also like a few days out, and I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? And Brett was new, so Brett was kind of like not fully comfortable with the whole podcast. So I'm no. like, what was I thinking putting this crew together of two guys that are like so close to their fucking shows and a new guy. And uh, yeah, so anyway, it's good to have you back to normal. Um, before we get into you winning a show and everything, I was just watching some shit on uh, YouTube about UFC stuff. And so mm. since, since the other guys aren't on, we can talk about UFC shit. Yes, let's go. Okay, it's more of a broad question. So Dustin Poirier came out and said that he wants to fight uh, Nate Diaz, right? Yeah, because they were... He said he's not confirmed to to fight Oliveira, and he said he might want to fight Nick Diaz or Nate Diaz. Yeah, <clears throat> and I'm like, and then so Charles Oliveira came out and made a statement saying, um, "I want to fight for the belt, and people want to fight for the money, and everybody's got different reasons for fighting, and blah blah blah." So my question is, are do we live in a day and age where fucking people would like? is the belt being devalued now because people like would rather fight Connor or Nate and make fucking bucks. It's a money. Well, yeah, I, don't, money I don't, fight, I don't, I don't blame them, but I'm just saying like, where, where, it's whatever the money fight is, whether that's the title fight or not. That's where, that's where they're going. Like they even talking about Cyril gone versus John Jones now, rather yeah. than in Garno, 
yeah. because it's a potentially bigger money fight for him. But is um, that a fail? Is that a failure of the UFC though? Like, should they not make? Maybe they should increase not, the prices for. Maybe they should increase the pay for being a champion. I think the champions get paid very well anyway. I think yeah. it's the mid, I think it's the middle guys that aren't getting paid correctly. No, no, they're, I know that, but I'm saying like, say, take for example the Nate uh, the Poirier Oliveira fight. Yeah. If if the UFC came out and said, look, from now on, if you win a belt, you get this crazy salary, right? Then people might not want to chase the money fight. Maybe people will go back to chasing the title. Well, I understand, but I, I think they already do do that. It's just when these obscure matches come up, like the BMF title yeah. and these options, they are superseding that, out, and it's out of the UFC's hands. Yeah. Like, they can't control the, the fans' interest in Nate Diaz versus Conor McGregor, which there's no title on the line, but would be the yeah. biggest fight, period. You know? Yeah. Do you think... Do you do you think it's a it's a problem for the UFC? Like, do you think it's bad for the sport that guys aren't more hungry to chase the title? Yeah, I think I prefer it from a purist point of view when yeah. you've got the you've got the next guy fighting the guy, you know? I like Not, it when I like it when the guy fights for the title and then does whatever he wants. You know what I mean? Like let's like say he earned, yeah. He earns it and then he can do whatever he wants. Like I like let's say Dustin Poirier fought Oliveira and got the title, and then he was like, Okay, I don't want to fight Chandler or whoever. I want to fight I want to fight Nate Diaz or I want to fight Connor again. Or I, want, I feel like after you have the title, then you should have the prerogative to do that, but then you're also holding up the division. So I don't know that I don't know how that be, works. But yeah, be prepared to lose them have it stripped then, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's I think I, I think you have to defend. I do. I think you have to defend twice. A year. It should be like, unless it's an injury, it should be a twice a year. You know. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not, I just wonder. I just wonder about the sport itself. I'm like, I wonder if it it hurts. The, the it hurts the sport in some way if the top contender is like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to fight for the title. I'm like, it's kind of nonchalant about it too. It's kind of it's weird, you know. I think it hurts the the sport in terms of the sport itself but i think it doesn't i think all the other matches and these one-offs are better for the sport in terms of audience and viewership you know well yeah like, like my dad doesn't know who 95 percent of the roster are but he knows who conor mcgregor is you know yeah yeah, yeah, conor, I agree. yeah. conor mcgregor hasn't been a champion in what four years now yeah you i know? mean it's, it's definitely good for the sport in that sense that it draws more eyeballs yeah, which is getting more money for everybody, right? Yeah. So one sec, Nathan just got back to me. Nathan Diaz. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if you had Nate Diaz on it. Oh, I think this is that my would be a worse. Oh, you fucked up times, didn't you? I forgot to actually put a time. I just assumed that everybody knew it was noon because we're always on at noon. Uh, so who, who, who are you missing, Nathan and? James, James. Oh, that's the that's the dream team there. Yeah, I don't know. I think they both said they were in. Uh, okay. Sorry, everybody listening for the dead air. I'm trying to just figure this out here. Should I should I do a monologue or something? Yeah, just talk about whatever. Riff. You know what? Actually, while while we're waiting. Uh, how do you feel to win your show? 
I haven't talked to you, but we haven't talked about it. I mean, we've talked about it, but we haven't talked about it. Yeah. Um, that was a, that was a whirlwind, man. I just, um, you know, what was odd about it. I didn't really process the fact that I was out of the show when I was in hospital because it was a case of like, fuck, like fix me, you know? Yeah. So I wasn't worried about, oh, this sucks. There's no disappointment. It was just a case of like, you need to fix this shit. Um, and obviously I ate like a fucking arsehole in hospital. I told you not to do that. You said to you lied to me. You're like, oh, I only had one meal. I did. That was on the, the first day. And then yeah. the second and then the second day, I was after I spoke to you. Then I then the wheels came off because then Denise bought in the food. At that point, I then resigned to I wasn't competing, right? Yeah. And then I was like, okay, so I'm all the way out now. Denise bought me like this big fucking cooler of like chicken and beef and rice. So I basically I was eating a meal of whatever I could fit in the bowl every hour. And then I was ordering DoorDash every other hour. And I was just alternating between the two. Yeah. Um, but it was weird. Like, it's, and it's actually, you know, it was Hostile's fault or your fault that I, that I stayed in shape, kind of. Because what? on the Monday, because I had the photo shoot on Friday, right? Yeah. So I actually kind of went back on, when I got home, I went kind of back on diet. And then I woke up Thursday morning and we were literally loading the truck because Denise was uh, working the tan. Yeah. Down in Houston. And I took a, like a check-in video for Patrick and I, I didn't look terrible. I mean, I was down to 253, I think. And I, I showed it to Denise. I said, look, I don't care if I win or lose or come last. Look at the video and tell me if I look better than when I got on stage last year. Yeah. And she said, you don't look as good as you did last week, obviously. We said, you look way better than last year. I went, yeah. fuck it. That's all I, that's all I care about. If I, as long as I look better than last year, I just spent the last 20 weeks and nearly fucking put me on, put my trunks in, put yeah. town on me. I won't do, I won't like do anything funky. I'll just walk on stage. And as long as I look better, I'll shut it down after that. Yeah. That's kind of what happened. It's kind of what happened. And then we kind of got a little excited and we started manipulating. So, so I got in the car and I just started pounding water, like fucking guzzling. Um, which was like a six hour journey turned into like an eight hour trip because I was stopping every 20 minutes to piss. <laughs> yeah. um, but we, we bumped my sodium through the roof, put my sodium uh, water through the roof on the Thursday and the Friday. And then basically just tapered water down over Friday night. Um, so I just kept peeing and drying out and I looked good enough to, to win apparently. So it, it turned into um something pretty cool and then when i got off stage is when so i won the overall and then got off stage and that picture i have where I, i'm hugging denise yeah uh, like which is the best picture i've ever like i love that picture so yeah. much just, yeah like, i'm gonna i'm gonna have that framed and mounted yeah. um but i literally broke i told you this i think i i literally went into her shoulder and then i just started sobbing like ugly fucking crying <laughs> like Nathan to the point yeah, <laughs> to the point where to the point where I was like hypervent. I actually had to lay down. I was like, hype. the girls were like fanning me down for like 10, 15 minutes. I was pouring sweat. It was just like a culmination. I think because I hadn't dealt with the oh, I'm out of the show and I've let everyone down. I hadn't even thought about that. And then I walked off stage, and then the realization of what I just done plus it all just fucking hit. Me I don't think people under, I don't think people understand that. So for a lot of people watching, sorry. Before we go on, hi Nathan, how are you? Hey, buddy, not too bad, not too bad. Just fucking got in now from your photo shoot. That's good. I hope it went well. 
Yeah, I'm not too good. I make, I make shit look good, you know? Make shit look good. <laughs> so anyways, so um, I don't think people realize. So my, a lot of people would be like, well, it's not the Arnold. It's not the Olympia. Why were you crying? But I think if you once you've been through so much shit, it doesn't matter how big or small the show is. Because yeah. like, I don't think, I don't, even though you tell people, I don't think people understand the amount of suffering and shit you went like 1500 calories a day and then being sick for three weeks or four weeks and then being in the hospital and then getting out and then it, all of a sudden getting on stage it's just a lot of fucking emotional shit yeah and i you know i'd put denise through hell for a year basically i i went oh, and she'll tell you like, i know on the surface we have like this very functional happy family yeah. Fuck that, that girl put up with so much shit with just me being selfish. You know? okay. well, not, not, like, not like actual shit. We didn't argue. She yeah. just put up with me doing what I needed to do. Yeah. Yeah. And when I went into the hospital, I didn't, again, I didn't think about this at the time, but when I got off stage, I was like, God, it nearly wasn't worth any of it. Like, like there was nearly, there was nearly nothing to show for it. Right. What do you mean? Why? I thought, I thought it was worth it because you won. No, I'm saying it nearly wasn't. If oh, it near, nearly this, wasn't. Yeah, had you not? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, ne- yeah. it nearly wasn't. It nearly was just a complete fucking waste of time in yeah. a way because there was no end result. No it just, finish, I, got, yeah. I, I got to a week out and then pulled out. Yeah, yeah. And and so the fact that when I hugged her and I was kind of like, it was worth it. Yeah. And then as soon as I went, it was worth it. I just fucking lost it. Like, yeah. Because I I've neglected my son. I've neglected her, not terribly, but just. If I wasn't competing, I would have been much more present, you know? You know that feeling of uh, elation? I think you can't get unless, like, Nathan, you went through it on stage. You have that picture of you crying on stage. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anybody, because I used to have those moments. For me, it would usually happen after prejudging. I would get back to my room after prejudging, and it would just be, just be like this release of fucking emotions. Um, but uh, I don't think you can get that feeling unless you've put everything on the line. Like you have to put it all on the line for a certain amount of time or a certain amount of weeks or months or whatever, before you can actually understand what Ben's talking about or what Nathan went through or whatever. You know, I think I might've said this to you. I certainly said it to Denise and I'm a average amateur bodybuilder. Right. But I said to her, I think right at the start, I said, I'm treating this like it's an Olympia for me. It's my Olympia. Yeah, it is. I had Patrick, Patrick was the first time we were doing the show, so I felt like I had to validate him as a cut. Like, you know, I had to prove a point. I was trying to, you know, show that if you really locked in, even with shitty genetics like mine, you can make good progress. Mm-hmm. And so I was determined that, hey, like, there's people watching, there's people invested in this. Don't just, don't half-ass it. Go fucking all the way or don't bother. Mm-hmm. And so I treated it like that. And so that's what was so tough, tough at the end. And that's where I think you had, I had that, like you're talking about, where you're so invested in it, it means so much. And it, it might seem silly because it was just a regional show or whatever, mm-hmm. but fuck to me, it was, I pinned the last 10 months. That was my only thought from when I woke up to when I went to bed. That was just all I was focused on no. you know, and everything else came second. I've had this conversation with other people. I used to have friends that would look at other people competing of like my other friends that were still amateurs. And they would say, why is that guy trying so hard? It's not like it's a fucking Olympia. It's just a local show. And I'm like, I would always tell people it doesn't really matter if it's your first show or if it's the fucking Olympia. I mean, obviously there's difference as a pro because there's money and things like that that come with it. But as far as like the effort that's put in to actually get on stage, if you're going all in, 
there's no difference if it's your first show or your last show or like you're a pro or an amateur, you're still putting that same effort. Nathan, why, uh, why the tears? What, what did you go through that made you bust, bust out crying? No, but just for me, it meant a lot because people always said, you know, I'd never beat Roly. Um, I'd always be number two or number three in oxygen. Um, and, you know, my kids weren't there to watch it, which, which was upsetting for myself. But I believe, you know, even if, like for me, even Roly was a lot better than he was in Chicago, right? Um, the lighting, the lighting didn't do no one no justice. And, you know, I was telling everyone, the, the lads and girls who came to watch that, look, he's in shape, he's good and whatnot. And they're like, don't estimate yourself. And for me, like, you know, you got to give someone credit where credit's due. He looked, he looked good. But for me, you know, I was, it meant a lot because I beat him for the first time. I knew other shows I beat him, you know, prior to that. I know, I know I beat him, but, you know, it is what it is. And I, I, didn't, get, I didn't get the results that I deserved. But in my heart of hearts, I knew then time beat him. But for this, for me to be credited meant a lot. Um, and then obviously if people say to me, look, it wasn't even... It wasn't even close, you know. It was yeah. people, people who didn't know bodybuilding it was like, oh, it was close, it was close, it was close. Yeah. People who knew bodybuilding, he was there to look. It was a whitewash. It was, you know, it was it yeah. was night and day. Yeah. And then when he seen the scorecard to get straight first, it meant a lot, mate. You know, and I don't know how you how you feel because even though it's my training partner, I'm a friend, and I wanted to beat him more than I wanted to beat anyone, really. Mm-hmm. Just to prove a point, because you know, he's he's almost like a living legend. He's like the, the freak, the beast, you know. And, to me, I wanted to be a point that I could I could match that, and uh, I'd done it. And I thought, sort of like, I've done this. And then backstage, you know, 90, 99% of the competitors said I've won, I've won it. And you know yeah. yourself, I always think I'm small. And you always think you're small. And you see someone else, and you're like, fucking hell, he's massive. Look at his striations. And you're sitting there warming up, and you're like, oh, I feel like a fucking child, you know? And everyone backstage is like, look, you're fucking, you're big. You've, you've won it. And you don't believe in yourself. Even though, even though I'm a cocky cunt and I'm, I'm arrogant sometimes online and stuff and I'm always up for a bit of banter, I still, like, I'm like everyone else, mate. I don't believe in myself sometimes, you know. I'm always worried. I'm always naive how I look. And I didn't think I won it. And then when I got, next, when I got you know, on stage and people were like, it's, it's, it's over. There's no point even doing like a nighttime show. For me, that meant a lot. And it just took, it just took a massive, massive weight off my shoulders to, to know that look. I've done it after everyone is, you know, giving me shit online so they can't do it and this and that. And for me, mate, I've just, I've done it. So I proved a lot of people wrong. People who I, you know, personally, who I wanted to prove wrong, they know who they are. I've wanted to prove them wrong so, so bad. And I've done that, mate. And that, to me, just just meant a fucking hell, a hell of a lot. And to get that weight lifted off my shoulders, to be under someone else's shadow, basically, you know, and yeah. I was tired of being in someone, someone else's shadow. I was tired of it, mate. And, uh, now I believe that you know I'm the front one. I'm the front one at oxygen, and people now need to believe and trust in what I in, in, in what I can do. So it's like a weight lifted off me. Even before that, uh, I was shit myself, mate. I was literally fucking shit myself. The first time in any show I've ever done, I was literally shit myself. I wanted a fucking glass of vodka and a fucking stripe of Charlie or something cocaine, whatever you want to call it. Um, just wanted something to fucking take my nerves away. Basically, it was like you know. Just watching the amateurs because I haven't competed for two years and I got butterflies. I want like it's weird. I got butterflies in my stomach watching amateurs on stage. Yeah. And like it gave me that like adrenaline to be like, fucking hell, this 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 one I'm made, I'm made to do. Do you know what I mean? And 
for me to have them butterflies after you know being a pro for so many years, it just gave me it's given me a lot more momentum and a lot more belief in myself, you know. Yeah. Do you uh it's weird to hear you talk like this because you're always the guy who doesn't give a fuck. Right? <laughs> you're, you're like, oh, I don't give a fuck. I don't I eat whatever I want, I train whenever <laughs> I want, but but it's like it's almost like deep down, you're just like the fucking rest of us. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like this time, it's, I was, you know, I said, I was, I wasn't nervous because I knew, I knew, I'd seen Roly, you know, and I've seen Brandon, I've seen a lot of oxygen. But when you're up there, it was like for the first time, it's actually, I was actually fucking faced, you know. It's like, yeah, for me, it, it, it was, it was unusual because I never usually get a flying fuck. But this time, because, of, because I think I knew I could win them, it actually, it actually meant a lot. If that makes sense, like I, it, I was just gonna ask you, can I? Sorry, I want to interrupt you for a second. Do you think? it's easier to not give a fuck when you're not at like the peak of where you're at. You know what I mean? Like when yeah. you're at, when you're at the level where you're about to beat your, your idol or yeah. reach the top six at the Olympia or top three at the Olympia or whatever, do all of a sudden things change? Like maybe I do give a fuck. Maybe it is. I think, is. I think what it was as well, I had a lot of pressure on my shoulders this time around because, you know, Rowley didn't do too good at, at Chicago. And I think, People were giving the gym a lot of shit, and I think you had to. I had to prove everyone wrong that the gym still was still there, and my coach was still good, and I wanted to do him well. For me, if I got beat, I wouldn't be asked. But I think it was for other people who I wanted to win for as well. If that makes sense, like yeah. I wanted to win for them. Like my partner wants to win for him. My kids weren't there. You've seen Rolly beat me many times, and you know, and just wanted people who believed in me to for me to be able to do that. And that's what that's where the, I think the relief, the relief come from when they, when they actually won him. For me, like we won me so fucking what? Like I don't give a fuck. But I think a, a lot of people's you know, expectations on my shoulders because people had seen me, seen how I looked, and you know people have always said you've won him this time. It's a, it, you know it's a it's a turn of the guard. It, yeah. It's done. You know what I mean? And when people start saying that to you, you start like it, gets, it puts pressure on you. But before that, mate, I've never had never had no pressure on my shoulders to beat him. Obviously, I pressure to beat other people, and I didn't really, I didn't really care about other show because it's other people. When someone is so close to you, and it means so much, you know, and you know everything we go through in Q8, living together, training together, and people always rolly, 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 rolly. No one's ever Nathan, 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 Nathan. Yeah. You know, I want it, but I'm not being, I'm not being, I don't know, I'm not being up my own ass, but I want it to be Nathan, 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 Nathan. That makes sense. Every, yeah, everybody does, man. You know, that's, and, and that's what we work for. Yeah, and for me, I think that's what the pressure where, where it was at. And then, you know, Asgard come backstage to me and said, look, it's, it's, it is what it is, you know. For me, ideally, I would love you to qualify, Roly, and, you know, yeah. and Vlad. And I said to him, you know, what do you, what do you think? What do you think? Said, it doesn't matter what I think because we're all the same team. And I was asking him, like, what, what do you think, you know? Yeah. Not to, like, get, say, Nathan, you've won it. It's like what, like you've got, you've got an eye. What do you think? Well, he's your coach. You want to know what your coach thinks. Yeah, I yeah. know you wouldn't say that because he said, "Look, you're good, you're big." And then there's a guy from England called Ian Chambers. You know, okay. he was there. He's an old, you know, he's an old generation, but he's been around bodybuilding a long, long time. He come backstage and Nathan, mate, like it's a whitewash. Like you've walked, you've walked out on stage, and that's it. And for someone to say that, you see me, you know, come from a junior up to now. I then started to believe in myself. I got on stage. It wasn't arrogant on stage. I, got, I started to, to, to fight more. And people seemed like when he tried to step, to step in front of me, he said, fuck that. I moved, I moved back. And 
yeah. for me, I was just, I was just, I don't know, I was over, overwhelmed, I think, when, you know, because seeing Rowley pissed, uh, I was overwhelmed. I actually got the nudge, you know what I mean? And the dude just said, look, we was could, he, not, could not give it in. Was he pissed on stage or like, did you see him like pissed after the backstage? He was annoyed, mate. You know, he was annoyed. You could tell yeah. he was annoyed. I'd be annoyed if I lost to so Rowley, you know. Um, everyone, everyone wants to win, but um, yeah, I don't know. I think. Well, I was just I gonna. Think, I was just well, gonna ask you, what's the? Have you seen? Have you guys hung out? Have you seen him since? Like, what's the dynamic gonna be like when you go back to O2? Like, what's that gonna? Is it all friends? Like, it's all cool? Like, what is that like? Yeah, I think for me, we're all, we're all cool because he's beat me several times, and I've been cool with it. Yeah, I hope it's, I hope it's the same way around. Um, it's. Not, I don't think it's the same way around though. No. Well, because it's different when you're the top dog and then the younger guy comes up and kind of takes your place because it's got to be more – It's the reason I'm saying that is it's got to be more hurtful as being the legend who's being taken out versus being the young guy who's being beat by the legend. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So – and it's also – the second part of it is it might be signaling something to him that, you know, maybe he's getting older, maybe – you know, all those things. So it could be, yeah. it could be driving a lot of other emotions too. Yeah. So. For me, I hope it's the same. People said, you know, you walked off stage. I wasn't, I didn't focus. I was just too focused on in the time. People ask me, how, how did you feel when you won? I don't know, mate. Like I was emotional, but I actually don't, I actually don't know. I felt it, it's weird because like, I know I beat him, but it didn't actually, I didn't actually feel nothing. Like, oh, it wasn't like, oh, I've won yet. It's like, I just, I could just breathe. Yeah, that you know, I was like, fucking hell, like it's it's over, and then you know, we just we just we walked out, seeing everyone else, everyone else. I would feel like I don't know, I'm just happy it's over, yeah, and I'm happy, I'm happy I've got the nod. That's it, like I know now that I've got the nod against you know, the, one, of the, one of the freaks, and for people to say, you know, you were big, it means that like, I can stand, stand next to the bigger guys rather than the guys who are more aesthetic, and you know, and yeah, going forward for the Olympia. To me, that's that's a massive thing because we do have a we do have a Mr. Olympia who's a fucking monster, and we have guys who are big, you know, Ian, Akeem, and people said, look, you, you don't think you're not as big, but you are as big. Yeah. And for that reason, like I'm always for me, I think okay, I'm obviously doing something right, so I'll just carry on, you know, and going and until until the big dance mate, then I'll actually know where where to stand. So what's uh what's next like are the big question i think a lot of, i'm getting from a lot of people is can nathan travel to the olympia yeah so you're good yeah i'm good so you're doing the arnold uk when's the arnold uk again so the arnold uk is it's two weeks before right yeah, one week one week before the no, olympia so you're not so you're yeah. not doing that so right now i don't ideally travel restrictions i'm gonna do it you know i would love to do i would love me personally I would love to go Ohio, England, USA. No, 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 not Ohio, not Ohio. Well, no, I'm asking you. You right now, you're signed up for the Arnold UK. Yeah, UK. When um, is that? When is that in relation to the Olympics? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Um, are you signed up? Are you signed up for the Arnold USA then as well? I could be. Who knows? Can we just get? I just want to get one answer before we move on. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan's fucking around. All right, so. The UK Arnold is two weeks before the Olympia, right? One week, one week, and one week. When is the USA Arnold? Is week before weeks. that? Oh, so that's two weeks before the Olympia. Yeah. So there's a so you could potentially go, but then you can't go to the USA and then fly back to the UK and then fly that's back. The problem. To, yeah. Not right now. That's yeah. the problem we're having now. 
So the problem with it is now is that as of now, I can't do the Arnold UK because if I come back to England, I can't fly to USA. Because uh, okay. being in the UK within the 14 days of going to the US. That's right. You can't go to the US unless you do a seven-day quarantine. So your plan, without telling everybody, is to go to the USA and do the Arnold. And then the well, I wonder, well, I was one of the first guys that invited to, to, to Ohio. Yeah. Yeah, I got my, you know, all, all good. We Are got you going? Everything being done, mate, you know, we've got the, the problem sorted with USA um, now. So we, are, we will be back in, in the States this year. That's 100, 100%. So for one or two shows, um, we're going to see what the travel restrictions say in the next in the next three weeks. Fuck, man! I'm going to get my checkbook out again. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just do the Olympia. That's good enough, man. Just skip, <laughs> skip the Arnold. Yeah, I mean, so it's just it's a it's for me. So I was thinking, I pay you, I pay you the bonus for this last show. I was going to pay you like a hundred bucks a week until it's paid off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, wait. Do you get bonuses for winning shows, Nathan? No, no. Because uh, I fucking, no. I fucking don't. Well, depends on the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, uh, I'm happy for you guys, man. It's great. We had, we had a, a good weekend. We had a good weekend for hostile and we had a great week for the, uh, the podcast boys. Ian fucking won and guy retired with a bang. So it was an up and down. It was a hard week for me because I was yeah. dealing with other things that were fucking me up in my head, but I wanted to be happy for you guys at the same time. So it was a really up and down couple, couple, couple weeks. Yeah. Can, can I just comment on the, on the thing with, with Nathan's win? Of course. Just from, from my perspective. Um, and, and just to confirm what he's already said, but it was nice to see that number one, it wasn't fucking close in my opinion. Like when, once she had everyone lined up, it was like, okay, who's who's second, third, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then on from that, it was nice to see because, like you said, Nathan's the nonchalant, I don't give a fuck guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it, it really connected with me, and I'm sure it connected with a bunch of other people that actually that like it, yeah. it does fucking matter like because there's a there's that <clears throat> when someone is so casual and nonchalant you almost like can't relate to them because you're like fuck this guy really doesn't give a shit and he's that good like yeah it makes you mad earth. it makes you like, mad yeah you're like <laughs> god damn this fucking guy i hate this guy he's a prick <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then and then you see actually you see actually like he does fucking grind. He works. He's push, he does everything we do. He just doesn't bitch and moan about it and make it a big ordeal. He just has this different demeanor about him. But actually, it came through on stage, and I think that actually really humanized yeah. you. And, and I connected with that. And I'm sure, like a bunch of other people, really, it meant a lot to them as well. Also, it was cool to see that Nathan cares as much as we do. He just does it with a little bit of swag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he fucking has his own little fucking twist to it to make it look yeah. make, make it look a little bit easier than the rest of us. <laughs> Um, I didn't really want to touch on this, uh, but I will real quick just because, uh, it's going around in the fucking bodybuilding world news. Uh, what do you guys think about ever? And actually I'm interested to see what Ben it's actually, this is really good that I got you both on because I think Ben is a little bit more liberal leaning and Nathan is definitely not. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting. And I think I'm in the middle somewhere. So I'm going to. Where do you guys fall in the Arnold situation with Redcon and Redcon pulling out of the Arnold and Arnold's comments and all that? And I don't really like talking politics 
on the show, so we'll keep it quick and, and brief. But I just curious. Go on, Ben. Um, I'm I'm okay with it all. I I think he probably regrets what he said, yeah. or, or or the the way in which he said it. I think he probably regrets that. Yeah. Um, I. I don't want to say I necessarily disagree with Redcon. I, I agree or disagree with the situation. I, oh, that's their decision. I understand it, especially knowing, and I've been like in that company and I know their kind of standards and their ethos. Yeah. They are huge on like freedom is pretty much, if they weren't called Redcon one, they'd be called freedom one. You know, that, that, yeah. that's them. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it makes a, a, a massive amount of sense. I did hear they've redacted the, our athletes won't compete. I think they're, well, they they're allowing, they yeah, should. they can't stop that. Yeah. So I think my understanding is they, they're just removing themselves from being associated, which I think the way they've done it is correct. Right. And, and, and way, the way he finished it was with, he said, I don't want to censor anybody. Yeah. And he, yeah. He, he, he can say what he wants, but we're allowed to disagree with that and remove ourselves from that equally. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think it was hand, I think it was handled very well on their end. I think it wasn't handled very well initially by Arnold. Yeah, I think his his comments were, I think, well-meaning, but probably definitely fucking wrong phrases and the wrong way to put it. What do you think, Nathan? Yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of, you know, me, you know, I don't, I don't buy Redcon products, and I would, I wouldn't, I just didn't, I didn't rate them, but just for the sake of what they're doing, you know, I will put them in my gym. I believe it's, a, it's for me as a person of believing, you know, I believe in my body, my choice. Yeah. Um, and for him to say, you know, fuck your freedom. Well, that's, that's the, if that's the case, mate, I'm, I'm doing your show. You know, you might, you, you, you could put me last on, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But for you to say that after everything that America's give you, they give you freedom. You were in yeah. a shit all over country and now you're a multi-millionaire. If it weren't for them, you wouldn't fucking be here. So don't fuck your freedom. You know, everyone has their own, everyone has their own opinions. Everyone has their own, you know, their own narrative and what they want to do. Myself, personally, I don't believe in it. I don't believe in it at all. So the same as Aaron, you know, and he, I think he put it the wrong way. Rather than saying people, you know, should, they should care more for, for others. That's how he should have put it. Rather that's than how saying, he should have put it, yeah. Fuck your freedom. Because, yeah. no, because that's the case. Then put us all in the fucking, put us all in the fucking cell and lock us all away. You yeah. Know, okay, but wait a minute, right? Nathan, you kind of touched on what I wanted to get to, and I'm going to play, and I'm not going to say I agree with, we all have our own beliefs. I don't agree with like having to get the vaccine. I think everybody should have a choice to get whatever yeah. they want to get. So that's where I stand on it. But you brought up a good point. Let's take the language he used out of it. Is it, is he saying something really wrong if he really just wants everybody to be safer? Even if he's wrong, even if like the vaccine doesn't make you safer, but like, let's say it does and he believes that. Is he saying something wrong or is it just the words he used that were really fucked up? The words, you yeah. know? Yeah. Because people talk about hate speech, right? Yeah. And speech in general. Now, hate speech is not, can't be censored because what you find is hate speech might be, someone could say I'm a fucking nigger, right? And yeah. that is their opinion. Right, yeah. they're allowed yeah. to say that. Yeah. As long as they don't incite violence on yeah. people of a certain color, then you can say what you want. Freedom of speech, right? Yeah. But for him to wear it in the way he's wearing it, he's basically saying like, "Well, no one's no one's got a choice in nothing. You have to do at a, yeah. at a certain way." Yeah. Now, everyone knows my stance on it, and 
I've got friends and family who took the vaccine. Yeah. And cool, that's, you know, I've, it's I'm their choice. Like, oh, fucking, you're yeah. crazy, you're going to die. Okay, that, that's, that's, your, that's your opinion. Yeah. I've never had a vaccine in my life. I'm healthy. The only thing, the only thing they put in me is a fucking shit, I should hold the system on. <laughs> but that, and then again, that's my, that's my narrative and, and what I want to use, right? Yeah, yeah. But for, for, I just think the way he's gone about it, and like Ben said before, he's massively regretted it. You know, okay, he might have got a sponsor, but you have Callum Von Warren now. This, you know, he's Callum, yeah, he's massive. Took his pictures down, lost, lost it. Okay, wait, I want to touch on that because that's actually the more I don't really care about. You know, Redcon's entitled to do what they want to do, and Arnold's entitled to say what he wants to say. And I believe in free speech and. I don't really think it fucking matters what Arnold says. He's not a fucking politician. He's just a fucking, yeah. just a celebrity. So he can say whatever the fuck he wants. This is the part that I actually really wanted to get to was, is it scary? Like you guys have a lot of influence, right? You guys have a lot of fans and I, I have a lot of fans. I hate the word fans, but whatever. There are a lot of people that support us and whatever, right? What is it scary to think? And this is kind of where cancel culture fucking freaks me out. Is it scary to think that you could say one thing wrong and all of a sudden people that loved you yesterday all of a sudden are fucking ripping up your poster and throwing them in the garbage? Because I feel like, to me, that's too much. Like, I don't agree with what Arnold said, but I'm not like, oh, he's a piece of shit. I'm just like, ah, he fucking chose his words wrong. Let's fucking move on. You know, I like... Think, I think, I think damn it, you're right. I think I wouldn't, I wouldn't done it, but I think what's happened to people now in life, where people, people are being locked up, for so many months, it's affected them differently to where if you don't if you done a lockdown and affected for us for like one or two months, it'll be different. But people have like people have seen family and friends lose the job, you know, kill them, people, people kill themselves, people are going bankruptcy, people are doing this and that. And I think it's got to a point now to where people to where this whole COVID thing, it's took a massive divide and mm. it's forced mm. things where you either you like Arnold, you beat the vaccine. Oh, he's a piece of shit, and I don't give a fuck no more. So you're you know? saying, so you're saying it's not necessary because, because you know we've seen things with cancel culture where like you know somebody said something fucking really stupid, and all of a sudden they're just fucking fired from their job and all this stuff, and like that I don't agree with all that shit. So I feel like this is kind of in the same line, but you're saying because it's COVID related and COVID's such a divisive issue, that's why it's worse than a normal him saying something stupid that's not COVID related. Yeah. I think so because I look back to what Arnold said in life. He probably, he been probably more than me because I don't, I don't follow him as much, but Ben probably would. But um, he said a lot of fucked up shit. Let's be honest, he's not the smartest motherfucker in the world. You know, he yeah. said a lot of fucked up, stupid shit. But this is, but okay, but take that for a second, Nathan. Let's say I love his movies, right? Yeah. Fo follow his bodybuilding career and you look up to him for inspiration for like what he did in his life. If all of a sudden some guys some fucked up opinions, does it mean you can't be inspired by him anymore? Does it mean like, oh, I got to take his posters off my wall and throw them in the garbage and fucking? I just feel like it's too much. I feel like it's like. Uh, but but equally, can I give like a really extreme analogy? Because you know I love doing this shit. Yeah, yeah go ahead. <laughs> you can be married to someone for twenty years and be all gravy, right? Perfect, and then yeah. she can sleep with somebody on one night and it's over. Okay, right? but but that's definitely an extreme. That's that's directly affecting me. Nate, uh, Arnold's. Somebody asked me today on my Instagram, "What do you think about Arnold's blah blah blah?" Because I said I posted the bro chat uh, video and I said it's just fun. There's no drama in this video. And somebody's like, "Oh, you didn't comment on the Arnold Redcon issue." And I'm like, "I don't. I could care less what Arnold thinks." 
Yeah. And I didn't mean it like, oh, fuck Arnold. I meant it like, I actually don't care what he thinks about politics. I don't look to Arnold for my political, yeah. for my political views. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So taking his posters off the wall and throwing them in the garbage makes no fucking sense. I didn't put his poster on the wall because he's a fucking liberal or Republican. I put his poster on the wall because he fucking works out and he's a fucking badass bodybuilder. That, you know what I mean? So it doesn't make sense to all of a sudden be like, well, his political opinion doesn't match mine. So but I do think he's Arnold has superseded just a bodybuilder, right? No, no, no of now. course. But I'm saying, but what I'm saying to you is the kid who puts his poster on the wall did not put it on the wall because he yeah. believes in my political beliefs, yeah. right? So all of a sudden, if his political beliefs don't match with yours, why the fuck would you take the poster off the wall? That's not why you put it there in the first place. I think Nathan's right. I think the, the the current environment has created like a pressure pot, right? Yeah. Where it's so, everything is, it, it's either black or white. There's no but I feel like in it's, between. I feel like it's important for people in the position of influence to not play into that. Like, it's okay if somebody's got a different fucking opinion. Like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. So, so Arnold thinks everybody should get a vaccine. Okay, I don't doesn't mean i fucking hate the guy like so so what like it doesn't fucking matter you know what i'm saying i think, yeah. I think callum i think callum was playing it to his to his followers because let's be honest you know he's got what's, what's got three million followers or whatnot he's mm -hmm. playing it to like okay well my guys you follow me fuck this motherfucker because you know he's he's been sitting in this fucking multi-million pound house living life and we've been suffering like motherfuckers so, so in callum's perspective he's probably thinking well if that's your influence, my influence is, is, is the modern, the, mo the modern guy, you know, the modern gym, the mo modern gym goer. So he's probably thinking, well, why am I going to want someone to portray this guy as an idol when he's saying fuck your freedom mm. in respect to where everyone has freedom? So he's probably pointing out there to be like, well, fuck him. I don't follow him no more. So nobody else should do it. And I think he's trying to target his audience. So no one will go, will, will go towards the honor because Let's but isn't that but isn't that what cancel culture is? If we all yeah. hate, we all yeah. we all hate we all hate cancel culture, right? Like, yeah. do you agree, do you guys agree or no? Like, I I hate that shit. Like, yeah. But isn't that exactly what cancel culture is? Oh, that guy said something I don't like. So hey, all three million of you, don't go to his show. That's kind of what cancel culture is. But I think I think that's what you know what Carl's trying to do because yeah. he didn't you know give Aaron his credit right. Aaron said I don't want to cancel him. Right, Aaron, Aaron said it right. Aaron said it right. Yeah, yeah Aaron. Yeah. yeah, to where Callum was like, was like, fuck this motherfucker, fuck him, yeah. you know. Yeah, and yeah. Callum probably would. He's he's it's guys like him, you know, more than more than me and you and Ben would get would get the crowd at the Arnold, right? So yeah. he's like, fuck this motherfucker, I ain't going there. So it's them, it's young people who follow him who will go with the Arnold, and that's where Callum's thinking. Well, is he's gonna suffer? It's like it's like now in England, right? So. Arnold put tickets out. And even, even though everyone's like, we, we don't give a fuck for Arnold over here. Like, no one probably gives a fuck about him, right? In the yeah, UK. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, fuck that. We're all going to Arnold anyway. We're all going to the show. We're all going to get some freebies and whatnot. And then he puts out a note saying, well, now you've got to have a fucking vaccine or a COVID, a COVID test to get, in, to get into this place. No way. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 so, so, so you, you, you've just spent 150 bucks on yeah. the ticket, right? Yeah, and now he, people don't have the money, you know, to get this shit. And now he, he spent all your money on a ticket. Now, you, and now you must have a COVID test so many hours before you go to the Arnold, which is another, which is, which is another certain amount. And people now are just complaining, saying, "Well, I'm not going. 
yeah. aren't we money back? And Arnold yeah. was there and saying, well, listen, you can't get your money back no more because we don't give it back. So everyone over here is an uproar. Uh, and I honestly can't see the show. I believe the expo would have been literally huge over here. Massive. Everyone was, everyone was hyped around and pulled about it. But now, after, you know, we said that, and then after, now we did the yeah. tests. I don't think, pe- one, people can't afford it. And yeah. two, people, can't, people aren't going to be asked to go and get a PCR test, pay 124 pounds £124 or whatever for a PCR test just to go and get a free £4 t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't well, that's also, that's also the principle of the thing. I don't, you know, like in Canada, they're talking about vaccine passports and you have to have, you know, a vaccine passport to get into fucking gyms and, and restaurants and shit. That's too far for me, man. I, I, if you like, if you want to do the vaccine thing, that's cool. If you don't, that's cool. But the passport thing is fucking scary. And now they're doing it to Arnold's. It's going to really fuck it. Are they doing that USA too? Are they doing, I don't like, know, but I know it's people, people have been literally complaining and Arnold that, you know, their statement was, well, try and sell your ticket. Well, when we bought the ticket, it didn't say you had to have a COVID test. You know, it didn't yeah. say that. And now all of a sudden you're putting it out there. If you say, then obviously give us, give us fucking refund. Yeah. You know, yeah, I don't right now. I don't know. You know, it was the biggest event in the world, and I think, I think they are under pressure. You know, with this, with this rock stuff, and I think they're trying to be. You know, I think they're trying to toe the line to be so everyone's like, oh, you know, they're doing the right thing, and let's yeah. all show our support. But people right now just are like, just fuck it. Like, I think most people, even if they are pro pro COVID, anti COVID. They just, they, just want, they just want normality back, I think. They just want normality back in. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. When people are arguing over shit like this, it's being more divided and people just are no longer are no longer asked. Yeah. Yeah. Ben, how do you think how do you think what do you think about it? What do you think about the UK and doing the vaccine, having to show a test to get into the fucking Arnolds and shit? Hey, too much, I, too much? I I think it's too far. Look, I understand my wife and I had the vaccine, but my <clears throat> mine was uh I don't believe the Personally, the vaccine is going to do a whole great deal, right? Yeah. Um, I think <clears throat> it's it's temporary, and there's going to be a new strain, and it's anyway. I'm not going to get into that, but I got it because I'm going through my visa process. Yeah. So for me, I want to be able to go. Yep, I've had it done. When they tell me, hey, because for me, it's more important. I get to be able to fly back and forth to see my family, have my green card, and all yeah. that shit. So yeah. I'm like, hell. For me, it really isn't a big deal. It's whatever, do what you need to do. Um, but I think everything should be choice. I think you should, if you're not comfortable in with with public health and safety, don't attend the event. Yeah, and that's yeah. that. I think I think that I think that's your vaccine. That's right? a good. You know what? That's a good point. Nobody talks about. It's like they're saying everybody should get the vaccine so everybody's safe. But I'm like, if I'm really worried about my health. I yeah. could just I could just not go to an event where there's going to be tens of thousands of people walking around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, they do it with alcohol, right? Alcohols can be deadly and dangerous. Or driving a car, the, it's like do it responsibly. Okay, well, guess what? There's a virus out there. Act responsibly. Either put yourself in the situation where you don't mind getting it, or don't put yourself in that situation where you can yeah. get it and stay at home. It's just it should just be choice. That's my opinion on that. Yeah, yeah. Like, there should be no mandatory, yeah, okay, you can go, but only if you've had the vaccine. It should be, you can go as long as you, ex- as long as you accept your responsibility for your own health. So I think we all kind of agree. I think most of the, it's funny, most of the people <coughs> I talk to who are sensible agree that it's just choice. Yeah. You should, it should be choice. I, don't, I haven't really talked to anybody 
in my life, family life, friends, whoever, anybody that thinks mandatory is the way to go. Right. So, yeah. Okay. It's, well, it's like anything. It's like anything. If there's a risk to health and safety and I don't want to go uh, and I don't want to do it, I don't go to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just... All right. Um, let's get some questions. I don't think uh, James is going to make it today. James no, says uh, he's at the gym. He said, tell everyone I said hello. Uh, I Sorry, I didn't realize it would be six or seven in the UK. My bad. Lazy motherfucker. No problem. Nathan said you're lazy. <laughs> uh, okay, let's do some questions. I hate talking about political shit because inevitably people are going to get annoyed yeah, by it. People but, are going to moan and bitch, you know? But I think it's important just to have a conversation. I think people should be more level-headed when they're having conversations. The thing that bothers me is when people... The thing that bothers me about political conversations is people get so fucking heated without actually just voicing their opinion without being assholes about it. I think sometimes yeah. it's, you know, it's just, I don't know. Just listen to a side, isn't it? Okay. Um... Let's see. Does water have flavor? Pistols. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, does water have flavor? I think it does because some water tastes better than other water. You know, good water, good water tastes of nothing. Bad water tastes like shit. <laughs> yeah, water has flavor. Describe oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but there is a flavor because some water tastes like shit and some water tastes good. And it's cool. hey, that's what you get for drinking that fucking council juice, bro. <laughs> that tap water, I'm telling you. Drinking that shit. Uh cool, and it has to be cold. Cold water is always better. Uh if you boys well, were a I got I got a question. Yeah. Just talking about cold chocolate in the fridge or out of the fridge? Out the fridge. Depends on the chocolate. You always have to come with some bullshit for what? Always <laughs> some fucking bullshit. Rather than just be simple and just say out the fridge image. Oh, it depends on this. Depends on just come with Thank the fucking you. straight answer. Fucking hell. Thank you. I love that Nathan has been friends with me for like two months. He already fucking knows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad someone else said it. I'm like, thank fuck for this, not just me. Listen, it's a fucking podcast. If I don't be the annoying one, then we'll all just agree and move on. The show will be over in 10 minutes. Okay, so you know what I was Mars, thinking about? Mar, you know, was, okay, Mar, no, let me Mars just, bar. Mars bar. No, that's definitely got to be not in the fridge. Have you okay. ever had that, Ben? Ever tried the Mars bar and butter? Try that. It's the best thing in the world. I are, you, oh, are, you about, are you talking about like a fried Mars bar? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, okay, that should that. be like that. You should you should only be allowed to eat a Mars bar if it's been deep fried. Okay, that's just like, one second. You know, like sometimes you get. My dad used to get the, and this is probably because we grew up poor. So my dad was trying to like save the chocolate, but you know, the chocolates you get that are like the big rectangle and they have like the three squares. Yeah. yeah. And it's like 12 squares altogether. He used to put that in the fridge and I would like it because you take it out and you'd break a piece off and it was like cold and no, no, nah, bro. No. Nah. Cause it's thinner it's chocolate. No, nah, just put it in your mouth. Just suck on it. Just suck on it. I mean, it last longer. <laughs> Fucking hell. Just suck on that bitch. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Never cold, honestly. 
Come on, no. never cold. Never, you can't never. enjoy it because you can't suck on it. It starts, it starts hitting your teeth. It, you know I, it, it, it loses, it loses the like taste as well. It's not yeah, the texture. Yeah. Hey, do you guys suck on toes? Ah, oh, fuck that. Not my thing. I leave, I leave that to James. James. It's so funny hearing the different responses from one podcast to another. The question came up yesterday with uh, Roman, Ian, and Guy, and everyone's like, "Yeah, fucking suck toes," and you oh, guys are both. Yeah. yeah. Imagine that bitch like I like I like athletes fourth, and you sit on there licking all the cross. <laughs> fucking no, fuck that shit. Hey, having, all sc- having all scales in your mouth. Fuck that. Hey, Brittany's fuck. free now, eh? Yeah, she not the tits out and shit. She's wanting to see. <laughs> she in the podcast is for that big chocolate baby wants me. <laughs> oh, Mr. Blackman. That's what you probably following me doing now. <laughs> you and Brittany are tied together forever now. Um, all right. Uh, having to fly to compete for the first time, did it feel different, more aimed at the UK guys? Do you care when you fly to compete? Does it matter? Or are you just no. used to it? Same. It didn't, it didn't affect me. I just fly out the week before. Um, to sleep, take a sleeping tablet and to sleep. Yeah. Ben, you ever travel? You ever, have you ever traveled to compete? Like flown? Uh, I was going, no, no, I've driven, no, the, the longest, no, I haven't. Yeah, I mean, I flew to all my shows, really, except for Toronto. But I am a water baby off a flight, so it would be something I'd have to consider. I just, man, every time I got off flight, I did, I would just get off the flight. First thing I would do is find a treadmill or go for a walk outside for 20 minutes. Really? Yeah, and I would usually get rid of any water that, you know what I mean? Because I would never, like hold that much water after a flight. I lose, I lose weight on a flight. Me, I lose weight. Do you really? Yeah, I've so heard of that. Going to Spain, I was 120.2 kilo um, on the flight from Dubai to Amsterdam. The time I checked in on Spain, I was 118.7 kilo. Wow. And I that's all, all the food. You know, I was on 300 grams of cooked rice per meal. Over five meals. Um, Holy shit! Lost weight. Wow. And I just slept as well. I just, ate, I was, I just slept because, because, because we we're in business. Woke up, slept, s, slept, s, and still fucking. And you still lost the pound. Wow. Lost, lost, lost a kilo, just, just over a kilo. Or a kilo. Sorry. Is there any any fats in your meals? Yeah, it was a ste- uh, steak. So just um, the fat from the meat, though. Yeah, not, that's not it, any yeah, added fat. It. Yeah, 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 but he's pounding like 85 grams of carbs of milk. That would, I know, I'd, but I'd sweat up to a fucking buffalo. Yeah, I know. Though sometimes when I'm like just before a show like that, if there's no fat, my body will burn through it. That's why I asked if there's, but I mean, I guess if you use steak, it would be like a little different, but yeah, so I would, I would always, I always always have to add fat to my carb meals. Want to have a car though? Yeah, peanut usually peanut butter. Usually peanut butter, or if it was really bad, like if I was really depleted, we might do ground beef yeah. instead of instead of steak, just for a little bit higher fat content. But if I if I go low fat, then I burn through that pretty quickly too. Mm. Yeah. Um, if you boys were a band, who would play what instrument? Ben would sing. I play the piano, good in my fingers. The girls say, <laughs> just, put, just putting it out there, just putting it out there. You know, why are you putting it, out? Why you putting it out there? You're fucking married. Fat as fuck. What small are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, look. Look at that. Look at that. It's small larger small. than most men's dicks. Look at that. Small. Look at that. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's that good gene. Come here. Look, just come here. Woo. <laughs> how, much G, how much GA should it take to get your fingers that fat? 
12 units a day, baby. Um, have you ever seen someone backstage and knew you weren't going to beat him? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Fuck. I did the Olympia when Phil Heath, uh, did it. I did. I did the Olympia in 08 and I was like, there's a lot of guys here. I can't beat. Yeah. No, that's happened to me a few times. Phil, Phil was a freak though. Right. I remember my first Olympia. I was with Phil, Phil, Dexter, Sean, Rami. No, sorry, I'm the second, I got seventh. And I came, some big fucking guys in the second Olympia. Yeah. And I seen Phil in this fourth. Motherfucker. Yeah. This guy is just a fucking freak. I don't think people really, really grasp it. It's like every other bodybuilder. You don't really grasp how big or how good or how conditioned or anything, unless you're there in person. Yeah. And I tell this story all the time. So I'm sure whoever's listening has heard me say it, but I haven't told Nathan. In 08, when I, when I did the Olympia, I was like third or fourth call out. So I was standing there and I did the first call out. And I remember looking across the lineup because it was like, I don't know, it was like Dexter, Dennis Wolf, fucking uh, Jay, Phil, somebody else. And I remember looking across the lineup and thinking to myself, Phil Heath is literally the only person I could never look like no matter how hard I tried. You know what I mean? Like, because I remember looking at everybody else thinking if I got big enough, this is still, I was really young, right? I was thinking yeah. like, if I got big enough or I got round enough in this area or round enough in that, I could maybe beat this guy or that guy, right? But Phil was the only one who had such a structure in muscle bellies that I'm like, this isn't nah. normal. This isn't normal. Yeah. Like, it's freaky, right? It's freaky. Yeah, it's very but, cartoonish. Like, yeah, it's like, it's like, I remember seeing Flex, Flex Wheeler one time, British Grand Prix on DVD. Um, he, he was wearing a tracksuit, right? And li- he literally looked like a child yeah. in this tracksuit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he just took this shit off. And, I, and then the tip just come flying out. And the chest come flying out. And then, yeah. then, it, then it, I thought, what the fuck? Phil was just the same. Like, yeah. I see him in his Olympia tracks. But, but, way, but way bigger. Yeah, yeah. I thought, so this motherfucker ain't that big. Yeah. I thought, he's not that, for Phil, this is Phil, he's not that big. Then I see him and I thought, what the fuck yeah. is going on? Just look there, it's like. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> just, just, you, know else, you know who else is like that? Dexter. Yeah, Dexter, he always wears those big basketball baggy shit. And I saw him in 2015 in Golds in Venice. Yeah. And he was all covered, covered up with his little headband. You know, he has that, that yeah, the visor, the visor, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's training, and I'm like, I don't know, I was like 260, 270, and I'm I'm pretty tall. I'm I'm way yeah. taller than him. So yeah. I'm like, this this guy, I'm like, really? Then I went to the fucking show and he walks out, and I was like, holy fuck. And it's like the first high level bodybuilding show I've been to right I've been to amateur yeah. show. that was the first pro show I've been to was the, the uh, 15 Olympia fuck I was like holy shit that guy in a queue in the store you wouldn't even look at twice yeah yeah. yeah. I, I remember thinking that about Phil the first time because the first time I saw Phil he was wearing clothes yeah and I'm like he's not that fucking big and then seeing him on stage I was like what the fuck is that <laughs> but then you'll get someone like you'll get someone like a key walking down the street yeah and he's like a fridge fucking freezer yeah walking down the yeah. street yeah, yeah jesus yeah uh why is pork not popular in bodybuilding if it can be as lean as chicken inferior amino acid profile is that really why yeah i didn't know that it's not a complete protein it's not a complete protein i thought all animal meat sure. i thought all animal no meat it, it's gonna it's got like an inferior it's got like a i think it's Someone will correct. I'm sure some cunts will. For sure, you. someone's going to correct I, you. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure it has like a lower leucine. Yeah. 
content in it than other meats and so therefore for like muscle synthesis muscle protein synthesis no, I, put, I put it in my diet fuck it do you yeah bro look at look at look at look it up i'm pretty i'm fairly sure that's true uh, amino acid profile of pork let's I look like a right cunt now i know if it's yeah, wrong. If you're, yeah you're, you're gonna look like a oh, dick now and I, I don't i don't get the uh the beauty of we'll cut this out Tryptophan. <laughs> no, I'll cut it up for you. For you. If you're totally wrong, yeah, I'll cut yeah, it up for you. Yeah, but Lucy, the Lucy's Lucy. pretty good, though, dude. It's like 2.1. No, okay. Compared to what, though? Compare that to chicken. Okay, wait. Let's do chicken. So 2.168. See what other tabs you've got open. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one? Yeah, go on. Okay, so I can't, Lucy, I can't, uh, I can't do a split screen, but let's see, Lucy. Lucy's two point five five seven, and this is two point one six. It's not that different. Okay. No, it's not that different. It might be something else. It might be another amino acid. I, isoleucine one point five. Isoleucine one point two. So it's lower, but it's not much lower. One second, let me see. Uh, shit, this is in my way now. Okay, um, let's see what else is important. Isoleucine lysine two point nine three six. I said two, yeah, it's a little lower and everything, I guess. So you're not wrong, Ben. You just, it's just maybe. So, so my my original statement of inferior amino acid profile stands true, just yeah. not as, just not crazy inferior. Yeah, it's just literally, little, it's funny. It's literally a little bit lower in every. Uh, was, what, what was what was the isoleucine? One point two five four. Go chicken. It's it's one point seven, I think. Chicken, isoleucine. Oh. No, one point five. It's not that much higher. And then the uh, glycine, one point four. One point, almost one. It's actually lower in chicken. Um, isoleucine, leucine, and lysine are the most important, aren't they? Yeah. Well, leucine is like your, your real... Leucine is the most important. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's a little lower, but it's not... Like, we're not saying you shouldn't eat it. We're just saying there's better choices. There might be another reason which I'm unaware of, and someone <laughs> will pipe up. I always wondered that myself. I mean, obviously, I know, like, for Muslims, they just don't eat pork, but I wonder what yeah, it is. That now, tastes fucking good, though, hey. Now I'm curious about beef. Hey, bacon, <laughs> bacon is fucking good. Not American bacon, British English bacon. bacon. Good, right? Fucking, I, I, went through, I went to a Whole Foods uh, and then went to a, a food market, a Whole Food Market yesterday, a World Food Market, because I was trying to find good bacon to make, like, a proper breakfast for my wife on Sunday. It's all this fucking stringy, fatty bollocks. Oh, it's horrible in the US. Horrible. It's so bad. You guys don't know what bacon is over here. It's fucking embarrassing. I can't find it here. Let me see. Maybe this one. Um, what are you hunting oh, for? This is, oh, this is... I think this is good. So let me see. So this kind of gives you all of them next to each other. Muscle protein. Oh, this is muscle protein. Sorry. That's no good. It's this one. Pork and beef, amino acid, isoleucine. Yeah, it's so beef is higher. Leucine, leucine way beef, higher. beef is way yeah. higher. Lysine, way higher. Uh, lower in <coughs> these. Uh, well, look at the non essential. Look at the total. Look at the total of essential amino acids and then the total of non essential amino yeah, acids. Yeah, 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 look, but yeah. But look at the bottom one. The non essential oh, amino acids are uh, way yeah. higher. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, double, it's double in beef. Yeah, so I guess that's your fucking answer, right? There you go. Yeah. <clears throat> that's interesting I, I just learned something new um i probably i probably wouldn't pay too much attention on that though like 
Phil Heath isn't going to not be Phil Heath if he ate pork because he's protein source. <laughs> no, I, no, I, yeah, I, I agree. No, with you know, there's, there's some guys out there that are now going to live and die by that and they've never touched fucking pork again in their life because beef yeah. is so <laughs> much superior, right? You know what I mean? They're going to take it too, way too fucking far. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, let's see. Do you and the boys think Muhammad El Imam deserves an invite to the O? since he did so many shows this year and is one point shy of qualifying. No. 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 Reels are reels. You, you yeah, I mean, qualify. I know they do special invites for people, but those people that get special invites usually have some type of history or reason in Rami's case. And I know, I think Ben doesn't agree with the special invites either, but I don't. I, I'm okay with special invites only based on history. Like when they give Kai a special invite, I'm okay with that. But um, in I'm this case... The whole point to me, bro. I think you don't. If you, I think if you don't. I think if you don't win a, sh- if you don't win a show, you shouldn't go. Plus, I don't. Because... I'm kind of torn on it. I mean, I guess. Yeah, it's, Rudy, it's, 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 I think because let's be let's be realistic. If you're not going to beat the guy at the show, and the show's in four weeks, you ain't, ain't going to beat him at the Olympia. No way. Because no. you can't change in four weeks. And also, then you know the Olympia. Say them three guys are going just for the Olympia money, right? They. It's costing them what a thousand dollars for the flight, yeah, a thousand dollars for the hotel, three hundred dollars for the track suits. Not for the Olympia. Oh, you that mean money. for the Olympia people? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that money yeah. can be distributed to the two one two guys, to the bikini girls, and the same in every single class. This is why. But you know, but we'll I have a counterpoint to that. Yeah. Kai will draw more than that three thousand dollars in money and sales. You know that. Okay. Well, yeah, Kai will, but well, 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 less Muhammad. Guy, no, 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 I'm not know. saying Muhammad deserves one. I'm saying I only agree with special invites in I should I don't think it should be a, across the board. I think there should be, you know, it's an isolated thing. Like you yeah. should be able to choose when you give one, when you don't. If the person's gonna bring money to the show, then obviously, you know, do it. You know, let's let, let's just say, for example, if this Muhammad was you know the king, the fucking main guy in Egypt, right? And yeah. there's no Rami, then I believe okay, give give us an asset because you get a ton of Egyptians buying the live stream. Which yeah. then will filter down to the, you know, the pros, filter down to the amateurs, filter down to the promoters. Yeah, I can see it there, but when you're not bringing that much revenue in, then what's yeah. the point? Take the well, money, give to the bikini girls. Yeah, because I mean, at the end of the day, the the Olympia is still promoted by somebody. This that person still has to make money. Yeah. So having Kai Green join the show is going to bring a ton more eyeballs to it. Yeah. So you know what I mean? Like when they give Kai a special invite, kind of makes sense. But it's also because of for, for Kai, it's all not just because of money. I also feel like he has a legacy. He's won a couple Arnolds or a few Arnolds. I don't know how many he's won, but I feel like he kind of deserves a spot, whereas El Amam is still just a kind of coming up as a bodybuilder. So it's no there's no it's not there's no plus on the money side and eyeballs, and there's no there's no legacy and there's no so it's like what are we giving a free invite for? Yeah. You know what I mean? I see you point of view. I see I see you there. Regarding the Olympia, right? Here's a question. Regarding the Olympia, do you Jake Wood owns the Olympia, right? Yeah. Do you guys think it'd be it'd be a better business venture for Jake Wood to not to sell the Olympia, but to raffle that off to the highest bidder? So Jake Wood would want Jake Wood would own the Olympia all all hands down, right? But someone like me lives in England. Okay, well, I'll do the Olympia in England. You own all the rights to it, you do everything, you earn your money, whatnot. But like, like the World Cup, right? Bid for it. Because I know if you put like, like they're doing a boxing now, right? With, you know, um, 
going to go into the Middle East. If you put this Olympia in fucking Dubai, yeah. every motherfucker can go there. You can go there if you're American, Egyptian, Israel, whatever you want to go, right? Iran. And these these sheikhs, they'll give the fucking winner a million fucking dollars. Yeah. Because yeah. to them, it's 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 a it's a massive thing. They just want things in their um in their country. And I think I think if you were to raffle it off, but Jake would still make money off it. I think it'd be a better business venture. What are you guys thinking though? Wasn't that what they yeah. used to do? I mean, didn't the Olympia used to travel around? It was in, yeah, it was it was in the UK at one point. It traveled, but it traveled, but they did, but they did, but they never, they never like raffled it off. They, like, no, no, no. The added the, the added idea of making it like a business, like you mm-hmm. like the Olympics, like you bid for it. Oh, okay, that, that that's a great idea. I agree with you. No, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm agreeing with everything you're saying. I think it'd be more, better, right? yeah, it'd be more worldwide. It'd be more like uh, think of, think of more prestige. Like, think of all the Irani guys who are fucking good as shit, right? Yeah. With them crazy ass hamstrings and the crazy ass legs of, who will never ever get to go to the US. They just yeah. ain't getting there. Yeah. You know, <laughs> there's guys up there who would fucking probably smoke a lot of us, but they just cannot physically get there. And well, I that, think, yeah, that's the other thing too, is I think people would, it would be like when you say Mr. Olympia is the best bodybuilder on earth, if every bodybuilder had a chance to go, then that would be more of a real statement. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. right now it's more like he's the best bodybuilder in the USA. Yeah, because we don't we don't know that's who it. else is out there, right? Yeah, yeah. It. It's, a, it's like that big guy, that big guy. I think the um, the one from Elite. What's his name? The I don't know. Guy. I've just seen a couple of recent guys. They just came up on uh, some of the channels that were like. I just don't think a lot of them guys. I think I think they compete for Elite because they just can't get to the US. What's Elite? Oh, you're talking about the Elite uh, Federation, yeah, the IFBB Elite. Yeah, the yeah, elite. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I did. I heard a lot of the um, Middle Eastern guys are staying. In the amateur league, because they make better prize money as well. Yeah, they make more. They make more than us. Yeah, they make more. They make more than ten thousand dollars, bro. I'm telling you. Do they yeah. really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You win a world championship. <laughs> yeah, you got a you got a shit more way more than ten thousand dollars. Well, didn't um Sean Tavernier when he did the PCA he cleaned up right? Yeah, he was. He look, just look, went look, on a big. Look at that! Look at that year. Peter Molnar won all PCA shows, or uh, and all the um. All the shows traveling, he made like just close to a mil- just close to a million. Look at Nathan crying. Look at crying like a baby. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Sitting there, uh, no one thinking there, thinking self. Oh, I just feel devastated for forward. Just lo- he's losing money, <laughs> left, right, and center. What the fuck am I gonna do? Yeah, I felt sorry for you, mate. Felt sorry. <laughs> Is that what you're thinking right there? You're like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, felt sorry for you, thought, ah, oh, bastard, taking the money again. <laughs> no, he, 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 he probably thought, fuck, I should have asked for more in my, in my contracts. That's what you should, yeah. That's what you should have done. Fuck. Ian looks fucking big, eh? Yeah. Looks good. Yeah. What do you guys think about the Arnold? Do we know what do we know what Ian's uh, stage weight difference was from the Olympics? He told me eight pounds. He told me he was two sixty three. I believe that was the morning before the show. Oh no no okay. no no no! Sorry, that's wrong. That was Tampa. That was Tampa. The okay. the podcast I did with him uh, leading up to Texas, he said he was going to be about five pounds lighter. So I think he was like two fifty seven, fifty eight, somewhere in there. What's that? What's he was like, around fifty. That's uh. Look at look at Nathan trying to compare size him up. Look. I know he is. He's like, how big is yeah. that? <laughs> it's uh, one seventeen, hundred seventeen kilos. Yeah, uh, you got to like smoke. Lightweight, lightweight. <laughs> small, Ian. Small. <laughs> uh, well, you'd be pleased to know, Nathan, that Roman said that you were the one to watch at the because uh, I asked the question. I said, out of the podcast boys, who do you think is going to do the best at the Olympia? Or the, I think I, I don't know if I said the Arnold. I think I said the Olympia. Roman Fitz. <laughs> 
Roman Fritz was on yesterday with us. Yeah, he's been on more regularly. And uh, he said, uh, he said, you'd be the one to look out for. He said, I'd be worried about Nathan. That's what he said. I'm the dog horse, right? Literally. Yeah, I know that. Um, well, we just I, wanna, I just want to share this one more time because it's really, it's a really good physique. This is a really good look, man. Like you've put on a lot of fucking size since like I competed with you. This is like right? a totally different physique than when I when you, when we stood when I stood next to you that you were like half the size. Yeah, but the, the thing is, as well. the legs are way better. And the thing is, the nice thing about it is you've kept your shape. You haven't like fucked up your lines at all. Blowing out in it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what that's what that's what's hoping. I think I'll be slightly heavier for the Olympia and a bit a bit, a bit better conditioned. It would be wrong of me not to share. Oh, you can't. But this is a good look. <laughs> yeah. It's a good look, man. That's good, bro. And plus, you had some really cool photos in here I wanted to show. Where's that one photo that you posted? This one's good. I put the one of me doing uh, that's good. That's, that's this good is the be- this is my favorite hey. one. This is my favorite one. Yeah. What can we do? We could... Dennis Wolf. I said to him, <laughs> I remember the picture of Jean-Pierre Fuchs. There was one like a long ah, time yeah. from the back. I said, there's, a, there's, a, there's a Dorian one as well, which is very similar. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Hey, you know, go on, uh, Freud, go off this. Click on the one where in... Uh... No, 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 no. I'm talking about Armbrust, where I just want to... The what bottom right, where, with the group picture. Click on the group picture. This one? Yeah, and then scroll to the front double. Yeah, let's show that one, fucking... I'm holding my own again. <laughs> yeah. I'm holding my own. <laughs> yeah. Uh, those two boys. I, you just wanted to show everybody, like, look, I'm the same size as these two. I, I'm behind them as well. Fuck you. Well, no one ever said you had small arms. We just got to fill the center of your body in. <laughs> <laughs> we got to fill in the rest. So what's, no, no, what's wrong with you? Uh, huh? What's, what's wrong with Fitz doing? You throw out, you know? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you, Nathan. What'd you say? What's Roman doing nowadays? I think he said he was waiting until the uh, spring shows. I think he said he wanted to do indie, actually. If I don't, if I don't, if I remember he likes correctly. Doing, he likes doing indie. He's done it twice, three times before, I think, now. Well, because, yeah. you know, he had surgery, right? I don't know if you know that, Nathan. He had hip surgery. Yeah, he got, he got injured, right? Yeah, so he had hip surgery, and then the hip surgery got fucked up. It got infected, so he had to have hip surgery again. Again? Yeah, he had a second surgery to clear the infection, I guess. And then he was in the hospital. He almost died. He was in a coma. Then he got out of that. All of that. Listen to this. He went through all the shit. And this is like not long ago. But he's a freak though. Dude, you're not even joking. It's like, it's not, it's crazy how much of a freak he is. Because this is what, like, this is what he looks like now. And he was in the hospital like two months ago. He's 200, he's he's 128 kilograms here. But this guy, don't don't eat nothing, just fucking chicken and rice. (laughs) Hey. <laughs> well, I don't, he's like pure straight on the diet straight as fuck but, but did he compete the week after he was in hospital <laughs> <laughs> there's a picture here somewhere I think I can find it of when he like got out of the hospital and he still looks better than like 90, yeah, 90, 98% of bodybuilders yeah but didn't he say that story where he was like running down and sneaking smuggling chicken into the hospital room yeah I think this was like after he got out of the hospital look how good he looks streaky, <laughs> right yeah, he just, he just doesn't get big. This country, just, he just he look. Just stays. Still, this fucking guy's still got the fucking sutures on his fucking hip, and he's know. he's strided as fuck. Like it's crazy, man. It's fucked, right? His physique is totally fucked. But he does get big though, Nathan, because he said he yeah. hit a right. He well, hit in a condition, all right. Like me, like me and you get big, big and fat, right? He yeah. just gets big. In well, condition. he. 
he uh, he's 285 here, but he said yesterday, which is 129. He said yesterday he hit 294 pounds, which Ooh, was the, wow. which was which was the highest. He said it was a record. It's the biggest he's ever been. Fuck. I feel like Roman's gonna do some serious fucking damage next year. Yeah, he's big man. This physique, I like the physique as well. Yeah, good. yeah, I like. I Who's like he working with? Justin. Is Compton. he? Yeah. Oh, good. Justin's this is shit. Yeah, Justin's, Justin's good. good. Yeah, I think Justin's good for him too because Roman's like a no bullshit. Like I'll eat whatever the fuck you tell me. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Cool. Um. So, Samson switched to Milos, right? No. Yeah. Yeah, Milos. Milos. Samson's looking really good too. I mean, John John had him looking really good. Put him yeah. in a good place. I think yeah. I think Milos will do well by him taking over he, though. He was saying before he was saying before it's, it's similar um similar protocols, similar training. What the fuck is this, man? Is this is this what you look like in the photos? This is not gonna work well. <laughs> Samson's. This is today, right? Yeah, today, today. Samson's misses, right? Yeah. How, how oh you're back you you back in the UK are you sorry yeah, I thought you were still ten, ten days ah, okay. and how then you go back to Kuwait. How big was uh how big was Samson in person? I've never he's seen big. I've never is he? He's big, yeah, he's big. He's got them big black guy, guy arms and stuff. He's big, he's in you know, you can you can see he's just he's just getting into a stride and dieting and stuff, you know. Yeah, you can see it, you can see it, like it's it's starting to chip away now. So it's like still got a, the off season look, but it's still chipping away, if that makes sense. Yeah, he fucking Samson impresses me, man. I think honestly, with the good coaching this year, I think he's gonna do do really well. Yeah, just, I'm I'm excited. He's like the black as fuck, though, right? <laughs> Guy's dark, man. <laughs> Guy's dark, bro. He's dark. I think this is what. Wait, I, wait, wait. I think Sorry, was, was I was I the only one earlier that flinched when Nathan said the M word? I flinched a little bit inside. Oh, but oh, it, oh. I, I tried. I, I, I tried not to show it, but I, yeah, I didn't say. It. I was like, oh, that's, "That's totally normal." <laughs> Look how fucking good Samson looks, man. I'm happy for him. I want him to fucking crush it this year. He's fucking thick, but you're right. He is still off season. He still needs to come. Yeah. Still needs to come down more. Just got great genetics, like really full muscle bellies. Yeah, good. Good, good size waist. Anyway, so today went well. The photo shoot went well. Yeah, it was good, but it, it was fucking long, though. The poor, um, poor Rebecca fucking got was was worked. She was fucking, you know, it was hard. Yeah, me, it was. We got there like 11, 11, 15, 11, 20 after meal meal two. Yeah, and then we literally finished. When you text, we said podcast. You literally, I literally just just shut down then. So yeah. like seven hours, six hours, seven hours. Got some good, got some good, some good shots though. It's good though because we've had, you know, you've been on board for like a few months now. We don't have yeah. any like any good photos of you, so I'm glad we got yeah, some. We're right. we're, we're, we having a business. I'm from doing some training. What's are we having a? Are we having a business meeting here? <laughs> oh, I forgot. I, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Fuck I forgot. going on? <laughs> People like to hear the behind the scenes shit. It's all right. Yeah, behind the scenes, bro. Um, would you rather wear? Sunglasses everywhere for life, or never be able to wear underwear ever again. Sunglasses for life. I don't wear underwear anyway. My dick falls off. <laughs> dust put in the dust, you know. What kind dust. of fucking underwear do you wear? Why is your dick falling out? Because if I wear white fronts, it comes out, it comes out of the side, right? And then if I wear like long ones when I'm when I'm training, it, c- it comes up my leg, so my dick just hangs down. Oh, so it's that fucking yeah. When you got a foot long, it fucking just hangs out. No, the bottom I, w- here. I wish. I'm a grower. I'm a grower, not a shower. <laughs> <laughs> he's, just, he's just a fat, chunky monkey. Why don't you wear 
boxer briefs, then it'll fucking stay in place. No, because when, when, when I move, it's just it's like, it feels like tight and that mm, they're like, you can't get uh, I, I always wear compression shorts. I all the time in compression shorts. That's not good for yeah, your balls. But you already have a son, so it's okay. I'm gonna shit about my balls. They're fucking tiny. I'm just saying, if you yeah, want to, I'm saying, if you want to have more kids, oh, you already tied your shit up. Yeah, okay. No, I haven't. No, no, no. I haven't tied anything up. But, well, then, but if you want to have more kids, it's bad to like. No, nah, it's off. That's that's off the table. I asked Denise, and she's like, "Hell, fucking no." <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't need to come off cycle ever again. Lululemon, <laughs> Lululemon boxer briefs, best fucking underwear on earth. Lululemon. What the yeah. fuck? I'm telling Lululemon. you, I'm telling you, I got a pair for as a present for Christmas a couple of years ago, and now all my underwear are fucking Lululemon. I got all of these of these fat guy boxes that like don't make you fucking itch and stuff no more. I was gonna try them. What do they call it? I, I find I'm actually just I just call them fat man boxes. But look, um, I'm telling you, just get a pair of Lululemon boxers, boxer briefs. Lululemon? Wait, wait, wait. You know what's gonna change? He's gonna have to delete this because he's banging about Lululemon, but he's also on the I'm going to do everything Charles Sonnen does. And Charles Sonnen promotes those like boxes where it's like one dick in and the ball's in the other pouch. I didn't say I was doing everything Charles Sonnen does. So <laughs> as, soon, as soon as that company approaches the podcast, he's going like, to fuck Lululemon. And he's going to have these no, like separate never. dick and ball pouch. I have a pa- You know what? I have a pair of those. I don't like them. I can't even imagine what that feels. It must feel super uncomfortable. I bought a couple pairs of those. I think it was at the Harley... We went to Harley Davidson to buy some shit for my father-in-law because he rides Harleys. And they had those fucking dick in the pouch underwear there. <laughs> and I bought a couple pairs thinking it'd be, a, yeah, that's kind of a good idea, but it doesn't, it's fucking uncomfortable, man. You're fucking nuts and shit are all sitting in this yeah. little. Oh, fuck you know, yeah. Did no. you ever have those, when I was a kid, I had those uh, underpants that had the little, like you could feed your dick through. Yeah, to take a piss yeah, without yeah, taking yeah, underwear off. Yeah, yeah, and or you just look like a pedophile when you're trying to get your dick out because you're trying to like <laughs> fucking. I never use the hole. I just I just pull, pull it down and pop it out yeah. the top. But you, you try, you're, you're in a urinal for like ten minutes, looking like you're jerking off, trying to get the thing through the hole. Fucking <laughs> nightmare. Uh, so you'd wear sunglasses everywhere for the rest of your life? Yeah, but oh. cool. You know, oh no, you would. Stevie Wonder did famous. It. Like I'm too cool to look at you. Look at oh me no, again. the other option was wear, wear, never wear underwear again. So you don't wear underwear anyway. So that's yeah, the one you're taking. Yeah, but I I chafe, so I have to wear the compression. Oh, I got the worst fucking chafe ever a couple of days ago. I was wearing those uh, my favorite fucking shorts to underwear to train in are the Gasp uh, or the Gasp. Uh, oh, class, I know. You know the classic yeah. shorts. Are, quick question: When are we getting some free gas stuff? I keep hearing Gasp, Gasp. My black ass ain't got shit. You, well, you got to get sponsored by them. We're, we're sorry. We're, we're, well, we're, no, that's not putting on you. Well, you let me just do a promotion, right? Promotion that quick. Wait, wait, wait. Go, 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 go ahead. Say what you want to tell Gasp right go now. Gas, the guys at Gasp, look. Being serious. I'm the best looking bodybuilder probably in the industry. Got the best teeth. Seven pro wins. You know, catching Dorian. And my black ass ain't got a sponsor. You know, I'm having to wear this. For a podcast, come wearing gas. Come wearing gas. Now I gotta cut. Now I gotta cut that out. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's fucking funny. You're not the best looking, but we actually talked. Bro, about this. We talked about this yesterday. We talked about looking me. We talked about. Ian ain't better looking. ain't better looking than me. We talked about this yesterday. Also, Nick, Nick with this fucking quiff ain't better looking than me. Did you looks see like the? A, looks like got a pigeon nest on his head, right? Yeah, Nick's, quiff, Nick's quiff needs sweating out. <laughs> 
James <laughs> James has fucking got James got like alopecia looks all looks all homeless and shit like about forty five. <laughs> ben definitely better looking than me, and you're just like old and just fucking rough. So but, but... <laughs> guy and guy guys are like a lost cause. Like, it's like that guy is like it's, it's like the grandfather of the show. Me look. <laughs> Look, I'm fresh. If we're not talking about just the show, though, yesterday we had a conversation on the show of, you saw the, did you see the text in the group chat? Which Roman, one? The one Roman sent? He's been thinking about oh. it since yesterday. No. So yesterday, yesterday on the show, we had a conversation and it came up, who's the best looking open class bodybuilder? And oh, I, see it now. I see it now. Ian actually said Nathan's teeth are the best. He gave you the teeth. <laughs> he gave you the oh, smile. He gave you the smile. Just the teeth. Just the teeth. There. That's all you get is I'm the teeth. I'm the best looking ever. <laughs> they're, not, they're not even. Wait, they're not even his fucking teeth. Listen, the man. Oh, they're fake, yeah, they're fake teeth. <laughs> I own them. I own. <laughs> he paid for them. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think I think I settled on Regan. Yeah, I was gonna say Regan. Oh, I I yeah. Oh, I said, they, <laughs> look at them. I want, I, want, listen, I want a poll. I want a poll now. All Let right. me get an air cut for next week and a shave. Right. I want to pull. I am better looking than Regan. I don't okay, give well, a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm better looking than that guy. Okay, wait a minute. So on my YouTube, on my YouTube channel, or maybe on my Instagram, or maybe both. Yeah. We gotta we gotta narrow it down to like four people. And I'll do a poll. And we'll see yeah. who we'll see who's the best. So we got you, we'll put you in it. I don't think you belong in it, but we'll put in, put you in it. <laughs> fuck! <laughs> well, listen, you can't put, you can't put Chris in it because he's not a bodybuilder. He's no, it's got to be open class. Wait, but, open but, class. But, but Chris did turn pro as an open. Don't no, no, man, it's got to be more. it's got to be current open class bodybuilder. Okay, but if he was open, then you all fucking oh. lose. To Chris, yeah, you all, yeah, you all lose. Without being gay, without being gay, right? Who better looking than me? Be serious now. Regan. Be serious. Regan. Ian ain't. Right? Regan's, Regan's better looking. Regan's, Regan's pretty. Fuck off. <laughs> Jamie Joe Hall looks like Superman for fuck's sakes. No. Yeah. But Jamie Joe Hall is probably wearing, probably wearing fucking makeup for the, for the fucking show and shit. No way, bro. Yeah, you no know way. what? You know what? Joe Hall, Joe Hall five years ago was better looking. Yeah. Well, that's he, like... Well, he's, ten got years, more, he's got ten, a little more... He, no, he's got a little more council estate recently. Okay, See? but 15 years yeah, ago, yeah. I beat all of you. So it doesn't matter. Forward, you've never been good looking your fucking life. <laughs> never. Oh, yeah? Never. You want, how, you want to bet? Let's bet. Ne- never. Like saying Ronnie's good looking. Wait, yeah, just do, hey, hey, Fred, just do it in the comments of this video. These, This three here. So let people choose this three. One second. Me, no, not this me. three. Yeah, why not? Because I'm 42 years old, lose. I'm going to lose now. I'm not a fucking... Be- oh, no, 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 not current, but best ever. Best ever Fuad, best ever Ben, best oh, ever Nate. My best ever fucking kills fucking everybody. Oh. Oh, I'm fresh, man, I'm fresh. I'm still, listen, I'm out there. I'm still Look at this fucking guy, he's a fucking model, look at this. Look at that Jesus. fucking guy. That's a fucking GQ ad, for fuck's sake. Fuck off. <laughs> Dyed your hair and everything. Look at this fucking guy, he's fucking Fuck great. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, man, you can't fucking beat that, Nathan. Nah, Fuck you. of course I can beat that shit. You had to yeah, buy your, bro. you had to buy your teeth. I was born like this. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, all right. Uh, so I got Reagan. Now that's that's yeah. what I go with. Like the, and if we're talking about back in the day, Frank beats everybody. Yeah, Frank McGrath. I give you that. You know, and then I'll after I give you, I give you that. I think that. Evan. I think Evan got a lot of looks back in the day too. Now you're just being racist going for all the white guys. 
<laughs> just putting it out there. Just putting it out there. You know, if you're black uh, guys, go for Nathan. <laughs> who's the best looking black guy? Me, me. Well, Nathan thinks he's the best. Period. So he's gonna think he's the best. Yeah. <laughs> but have confidence in yourself. All right, let's. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe this shit's come up again. Wait, wait, by the way, Nathan is so nonchalant about bodybuilding, but he's talking about his looks. He's fucking. Oh yeah, like, look how fired right up. Yeah. Like, fuck yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah. I might get beat by Rami. I might get beat by this guy. He's talking his looks. Like, fuck that. I'd yeah. be everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, how much grunting and yelling is too much when training hard? Uh, we had one. We had one guy in the gym. He's left now, but fucking hell, he put like he'd have like you know 20, 40, 45 on each side, right? Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? There is a there is a limit. Yeah. There's a limit, right? Yeah. I don't care how much you make on the final few reps. I care if you start on rep one grunting. Yeah. That's a piss. Like, what if you do rep one and you're grunting, and then you're still grunting by the time you get to twelve? What if you just you, what if what if you just make noise? Because I like, I like make noises during my reps, right? Like, not it's not necessarily a grunt, but like it's a whatever. Like after like each heavy rep. breathing, like, yeah, well, yeah, something like that, right? Yeah, after each rep, so it's like it's not grunting, but it's there's yeah, a but noise. no, no, I mean, I mean, like some guys that scream like ah, yeah, on no, rep one, no, no, rep one, no, like, fuck no, off, fuck or they're fucking counting, or their friend is counting one, two, yeah, shut the fuck up! Oh, I hate that, <laughs> fucking hate that shit. Um, I think you can grunt without yelling. I think, I think if you're yelling, you're fucking being kind of douchey, especially in a public, like in my gym, when I'm by myself, I do whatever the fuck I want, but like, yeah, there's a, there gym, was, you have to have a little bit of respect for other people. Yeah, I think grunt, grunting on like the whole set. Okay, fine. If it's so heavy, screaming on the last one or two where you're really like, if, yeah. especially if someone's like forcing a rep on you, yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. But yeah. if you're like over the top screaming on the early on in the set, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, gone, right? yeah, gone. yeah. Yeah, so there's a limit, but how are we gonna how do you quantify that though? Because what if what looks easy to us is hard for somebody else? Because if you if you're grunting every set, then it's obviously fucking not every rep, not fucking hard, is it? Because you're focusing yeah, on, on, on the noise. Oh, so you're not saying it has nothing to do with weight, it just has to do with effort. So if like the final yeah. failure reps, like two, three, yeah, like yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. doing if you're if you're doing a set of ten, the first six aren't fucking hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, or not yeah, hard enough to be it. screaming. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Plus, also gym owner rules. So if the gym owner screams his head off on every set and he owns the gym, you can do. You. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, general discussion about all young bucks taking over and would be cool to hear. So, what do you guys think? That's actually interesting. There's a whole bunch of new a new crop, and I guess Nathan, you're kind of part of that. But I mean, I guess between you know Nathan, Ian, James, Nick, uh, so Brett, Brett, I believe Hunt, Hunter. I mean, I there's... think it's, I think it's sad that you are seeing the old generation go. You know, I'm a, I, you know, I'm not a bodybuilding fan, to to be honest. But it's sad that you see the likes, you know, like Rowley, You see Dexter go because these are the guys since I've been in the sports, I've been. You know, the names like you go to a show, Rowley, Dexter, when I was there, number five, number seven, you know, and yeah, I think it's it's sad that it's you know, it's sad that it's happening. These guys are getting flushed out, but you know, it's far the time does catch up. And 
at the same time, I think it's good that it's a turn of the guard, you know, and I believe that now the younger guys like myself, you know, Ian, Nick, everyone else is getting their their fair chance. And I think the judges are now, you know, normally they normally they'd take it'll be a, a lot longer for them to process that the turn of the guard. You normally do it at the Olympia, but you can see at, at, at smaller shows like you know when Ian when Ian won Rowley. Yeah, yeah. The, the the judges now like fuck it, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's happening. No. Can I ask you a separate? I gotta ask no. you a separate question. Just because you said it, why are you not a fan? This comes up a lot in the podcast. I hear it. I hear it come out of your mouth quite a bit, in different in different ways. Why are you not a fan of bodybuilding? I don't like it. I'm just good at it. Is that weird? Mm, no, I like. I don't like being on stage. What What don't you like about bodybuilding? Being on stage. But I didn't really love being on stage either, but I love bodybuilding. No, because I don't know much. I love, I love soccer and football. I'm, I'm mad football. Hooligan. Wait a minute. Can I, can I, let me ask you this. Do you, are you not a fan of the sport of bodybuilding or you're not a fan of bodybuilding? If you, wanna, if you want to call it a sport, let's say, are you not a fan yeah. of competitive bodybuilding or you're not a fan of bodybuilding? Because that's two different things. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the sport. I'm a fan of bodybuilding. If that makes sense. Yeah. So you like training, you like that. You oh like yeah. All, I love, all that you know, shit. For me, for me, for me, bodybuilding is, you know, getting big as fuck, training with my friends, having a, having a fun time, traveling, um, and just enjoying it. That, for me, that's bodybuilding, you know. I get to spend friends, time with my friends. I get to meet people like yourself and Ben. Mm-hmm. That, for me, is bodybuilding, you know. Yeah. I, that's, what, that's what I like. I don't actually like the politics of the sport. I don't actually like being on stage by myself. But if one stays with you or someone else, then I loved, I love that. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I don't like being on stage by myself and people looking at me, you know, like judging you because yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. obviously, you know, we get judged in our physique, but I'm confident, but a lot of people judge, oh, he's got he hasn't got this, he hasn't got that. When you know, you know, you fucking you put the time, the effort into it, and for some fucking motherfucker to say, Oh, your arms are shit. So I'm like, motherfucker, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. I just, you know, I think I think there's you no know, a lot of the time as well, it's been a lot. A lot of politics over the years. Even now, we can see it's massively changing. Yeah, you can see. You know, you can you can you can look back three years ago and see the shit of the politics to where now it's just not happening as much no more. I feel like and things it, are very different. Yeah, I don't, and I, I don't know. Me, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. And that for me is making me more of a fan of bodybuilding right as of now because I can see it changing in a positive way. Yeah. Um, and it's not like oh, this person has a name. He can go in it. He can go in it. I can see everyone now is getting a fair chance and a good go, and you know it's bringing it's bringing new it's bringing new crop to it to where after a while it gets stale and you're yeah. like oh, shit it's boring because like I said like it's not like soccer or NFL where you're actively doing something all the time it's just people being judged and when you get when you see the same people being judged over and over again you kind of get bored and now and you know sometimes when you even when like you're on stage and the judges only give you one one call out I'm like. What the fuck? I'd rather like have like on the weekend, right? I said to Bill, we going again. Yeah, like, yeah, can, yeah. And keep going again. Like I'd yeah, rather like pose the guy. Me, I'd like to pose the guy who come fucking seventeenth. Yeah, I yeah, I like that too. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. You know, because obviously now you know Nathan Dash has a name in bodybuilding, but the guy who's seventeenth hasn't. Give this guy a fucking chance to get next to to to, to me, you know. And yeah. this is this is what I think it is. And previously, that's why I haven't been a, a massive massive fan of it. Um, yeah. It's, I've it's got the, fuck, the shows are long. <laughs> yeah. It's harder to, it's harder to be a fan when you always know the outcome. 
Yeah. So when things are a little less, I, I mean, I know we say politics, but people use that term in, in a various way. So I'm not going to say politics, but when the outcomes are, you know, you know, this huge name is going to walk in and win, you don't really want to watch. And now I think that's not so no certain, not as certain anymore. So it's more exciting. I, I do think it's interesting that when you're talking about changing of the guard and the new guys, it's not like one or two. Yeah. It's like this big fucking group that are just yeah. wading in all at once. It's, in, th- it's interesting. It's almost like it has something to do with my podcast. Well, that's what I'm saying, <laughs> like, also, that's a good thing as well for what you said about the podcast. I think things like this, even guys who aren't as popular as yourself who are doing the podcasts, are bringing it more to light because they're not talking about bodybuilding. They make it the showing, the showing people. Who Did you say not as popular as myself? Yeah, all, all people aren't as popular. I'm more, I'm more popular than you. Fuck you. you know? <laughs> right, right. So like, so yeah. If we go on Instagram, I'm more popular than Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> what it's doing, I think, I think like it's bringing, it's bringing more personality to the sport. You know, I think people are allowed to see. The person behind the guy on stage, behind yeah. the truck. And I think that's making the sport a lot more popular right now because people, you know, you used to get a magazine, see Dexter training. That's all yeah. you've seen. Yeah. Seeing Rami training, you know, but now you're getting to know who these people are. Well, that was about, what they're into. And I think this yeah. thing, think small thing like this is bringing it more to light. And people are a lot interested because let's be honest, we've got this podcast. We don't even talk about bodybuilding, really. Just talking no. about shit. But no, people, and I think. That was that was the whole point of the podcast when I started it, right? Because I figured the more like when someone knows that you want to suck on Britney Spears' toes, (laughs) they're more likely to like you. They're more likely to relate to you, and they're more you know they know that James likes feet, and they know that Ian's fucking crazy, and they know that guy's fucking loud, and they just get to know everybody on a personal level. So when the shows come around, they're more invested, yeah, because they feel like their friend is competing. Yeah, that's what that's what what I mean. So so people message me and they're like because we didn't have a show like the last couple of weeks. And I actually got messages from people are like, man, I miss my friends. When are you guys coming back? <laughs> so it's like when you guys compete now, they actually like feel like their friend is on stage. Like when Ian wins, they're like, oh, he's, he's one of us. Cause they watch the, yeah. pod- they watch the podcast. So they're more connected to Ian now. Yeah. That's what it is. And so, I think that's what, for yeah. me, that's why right now I'm more interested in bodybuilding than I've been ever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's catching, I'd say, you know, it's probably get, it's catching. It's I love. I watch any soccer that's on every day, right? Yeah. Um. But as of now, like, and I, I would never, ever in my wildest dreams pay to watch a podcast to watch a, a live stream bodybuilding. I yeah. wouldn't. But as of late, the past six months, five months, I've been doing it. You know. That's, that's what I was going to ask you. So you, so you are kind of a fan. Like you're, you're, you're watching the shows. Yeah, I'm people. watching shows. But are you watching the shows because you're going to compete in them and you want to see how the guys do? Or are you actually interested in the show? I'm interested in the shows, but I'm more interested in the amateur guys to see who's coming up in the ranking, yeah. who's chasing it, who's going there. Because I know all the pros, right? We know where we stand with them. I'm trying to see that the you know who's coming up and what 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 the judges are after for the next generation because you can see it, you know how 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 things are changing for me. You know, I just like I just like watching that. Like I said last time, I drive to go to all the amateur shows, and I like I like watching them. And for me, it's a it's a massive massive interest just just to just to pay for the show. It's only like ah oh, fuck that. I wake up in the morning, I watch bars and try. So you won it, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I'm actually awake of a night, paying for the podcast and watching it myself. Or yeah, at the you know at at the, at the Spain at this um, Alicante show, I was there every day at the amateurs with my yeah. meals watching all the shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben, are you a fan of bodybuilding? I think you are, right? 
A fan of bodybuilding, the, com- the yes. competitive competitive body. I know you're a fan of the lifestyle, but I mean of competitive bodybuilding. More so in the last two years. Yeah. So yeah, I've, I, I've, I've I, always I was, been a fan of it. I was more invested in the lifestyle and 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 that side of things. That's just been from day one. Yeah. Um, and then recently, it's more been transitioning over. And I say like, actually, I got more into it when I when Luke and I were traveling. You know. And then so, so maybe five years or so. But before that, I was the same as Nathan. I was a diehard football fan. It's football, not soccer. Um, and so I would just watch any game on Champions League, Euros, World yeah. Cups. That, I mean, that's what my childhood was. I, I didn't pick up a weight. I didn't pick up a weight for bodybuilding until I was like 25. Yeah. Like, I mean, I was training for strength but it was never bodybuilding so when you became a fan of bodybuilding would you would you say it's more because your friend you know because luke was doing it so you became more of a fan of it well so i became a fan of bodybuilding because i wanted to get big i decided to get bigger at that point no not that no 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 the the competitive the 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 competitive like i became a fan of the sport once luke and i started training and then it was okay like let's see who's who's around who, who you up against and then then the bug started to catch for sure well, it's yeah. probably carried over now because now you've become friends with a lot oh. more, not a lot more guys in the industry. <laughs> now 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 i literally yeah. yeah i'm like backstage with the guys and i'm friends with them and it's, it's, yeah. it's now i'm deep in it yeah it's, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah now i'm like now i'm more, literally like the more your age as well ben right like you can relate yeah. because the more our age and the more our genre right because you know like i said last time the guys like Dexter, like, you know, we're 29, 28, 27. They're like 44 on stage and they're old. And like, some people can't relate to, relate to that, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. if, if you look at bodybuilding and you're, you know, if you're, for example, yeah, Nick, prime example, Nick Walker, right? Yeah. He's 25 years old, 26 years old. If Nick would have been around when it was, when De- you know, when like Dexter and the older guys and Victor was there, young kids wouldn't be interested because he's like, oh, I've got to be 45. Before yeah. I'm got to be 40. Yeah. Now, for me, it's anyway, I'm just because yeah. I'm like, fuck, this motherfucker's a freak. He's 25 years old at the fucking Olympia. A guy who's 19, like, shit, six years and against the Olympia. Yeah. So yeah. I think that for me makes made me more more of a fan because it's a dream that's more achievable, even more though you possibility. can't. Possibility. Yeah. Even though you can't, even though isn't many kids who are fucking liking it because he's a freak, right? But in their eyes, they're 19 or 20. He's only 25. Mm-hmm. It's only it's not it's only around the corner. So but, they can relate to someone like that. But again, the same thing, and I'm not like trying to pat myself on the back here, but I've had a lot of people reach out to me who are, I'm 33, and I've only recently really started to really push my bodybuilding in terms of my own efforts and then winning the shows. Like a lot of people are like, well, I'm 30 and he, so they're like, yeah. oh, it's not, it's not but, too late because the young guns, I have to be bodybuilding since I was like, well, before I started like what, late teens. So a lot of guys who are in their like late 20s feel like they've missed the boat. Yeah. And actually that's not the case either. So yeah. it, it goes both ways. There are some guys out there that can relate to me. Then like you said, there's some guys, out, the kids out there that are relating to Nick Walker and mm. Hunter, like the young guns. So but I think that's the, that's the beauty of like the lifestyle is there's no barrier to entry. And there's somebody yeah. for every, there's somebody that relates to everybody, right? Like, like Nathan said, there's a 19 year old kid who's like, fuck, Nick's only 26. I could be a pro one day too. Then there's a guy who's like, never did it, but all of a sudden fell into it. And was like, oh, fucking Ben, look how good Ben looks. I could probably do that in two or three years. And then there's guys my age who are like, well, fucking Fuad's 42. Maybe I could fucking still look good if I'm 42. So there's always like, 
some demographic that can follow or enter into what we're doing. Mm. So I think it's cool though. I think it's cool that all the new guys are coming up. I think it's cool. There's a lot of excitement. I've always been a fan of bodybuilding. I always like, I was in it from like day one and I like, yeah, it was weird because I hated bodybuilding. All of a sudden I liked it and I just, I've liked it ever since. (laughs) So yeah, I don't know. Um, We'll do one more and then we'll go. Yeah. Uh, Actually question. So today's supposed to be a rest day, but I fucking hate rest days. Should I take the rest day? No, train. I did not expect that answer. I guess for Nathan. Arms. If you're bored, just go and do arms. I did arms yesterday, so I was thinking I'd do like hamstrings today or something. Ah, uh, fuck that. So if, if, if you can't be asked, train too much effort doing hamstrings. Do chest. <laughs> do chest. Yeah, you're right. Nathan, I got, listen, I got this Paramount piece you got to get. Because you need a little bit more back. So I'm going to help you. Send this, it over then. Send it over. Send it over. This pair, I got it. One second. I'm going to find it. Who'd you buy it off? Don't, don't, actually don't, just text, text, text me, text me, text me, text me. Nathan, you need, you need to use my guy, Tyler. Yeah, he's good. My gym's, my gym's phenomenal now. I'm getting so many more pieces coming what in. That? Who are you using? Who are you using? Tyler, who's guy called, guy called uh, Tyler Ruff, Ruff House Refurbishment. Man, that guy, he's my client. He hooks send me, me over, send me Instagram, WhatsApp. He, 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 he got me that three-way road, that Rogers three-way road. And yeah, then, uh, so yeah, he came right. And, he, and Hunter wanted one. He's taking Hunter one tomorrow. And then he also found me the. Uh, have you ever used that Magnum, that Cybex row? The Magnum, it's like a really old plate loaded one. With the knee pads on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm after that. Coming. That's what I'm after. I got one coming. I got one coming. Uh, I'm after that. I'm after what, that. What is that one? Uh, what are you guys talking about? It's uh, the Magnum. It's the Ma- such Magnum Cybex row plate loaded. Okay, one, one sec. I got it. It's the one with it's the one with the knee pads either side of it. Uh, that's um, what I'm after. It's so like it's, that comes out. Fucking golden. I don't know if you can see that. What's that one? I don't have that. This one. So these convert, like they come down on an arc. But like my, a, the, the one like I have... Circular? Yeah, like circular. Circular, yeah. But the one I have is pin-loaded. It, it looks different. I'll take a picture of it and send it to you. But dude, it's like... I've fucking Ooh. never... I've never felt a back contraction like I have on this fucking lat pull-down. Like it's, li- it. it's literally the best lat pull-down I've ever used in my life. Type in that magnum. Uh, yeah, this is the closest thing I could find to it. Mine's pin loaded though. Rotary lap. Ro- rotary lap. Panatta version coming. Panatta circular, but it's not as good as that. Uh, yeah, it's this one, I think. No, that doesn't. Yeah, and this seat moves around. The seat, you can turn the seat the other way too. Yeah, so yeah. It's like 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 a beyond beyond the net type thing. Yeah, so like I actually like it better the other way. So I turn the seat. This one's not the same one either, but it's like this. You can turn the seat the other way to do it behind the back. It's fucking honestly, Nathan. I never felt anything fucking like it. This is the exact one. This is the exact one. See these handles? Yeah. These handles are. Let me see if I can make it bigger. No, took me somewhere else. Fuck. Uh, let me go back. Yeah, there we go. What the fuck just happened? No, what's going on? Okay. So see these handles here? They're adjustable. They're adjustable to make your, you can, so you can have a wider or closer grip. And then this seat, this seat here, if you hit this like leg pad right here, you can spin it around so you can do behind the back. Fuck. I'm not Dude, seeing I'm, that before. I'm, I'm telling you, man, the 
lat contraction with this is fucking crazy. So anyway, I'll stop going on. Expensive, expensive or what? Uh, I forget what I got this for. No, I got it off somebody who was very good to me. It didn't. It was like I don't think I paid more than five hundred bucks for it. What? Yeah, but he gave me a bunch of stuff that he had extra for cheap. So I don't. I don't. Th- I think it's worth more than that. But he was just wow. he just did me a favor. For I type in that uh, the Magnum bro. It's a Cybex Magnum bro. It's Cybex, right, Nathan? Yeah, Cybex. It's Cybex. Cybex is the Cy- best shit. Cybex Magnum. Ah, this bro. Is, bro, this this this, this roll machine is the shit, bro. This one? Yeah. That looks sweet. No, that's Magnum. That's the one with the knee pads. Yeah, yeah, with the knee pads. Yeah. This yeah, one, no. It. This one down. This one down. Fair, fair draw down. Fair draw down. Black. It's black and red. Yeah, that's it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That that's one. That's the one. I, I got one coming. That it's, thing's. But it's Magnum. Why did you say is it Cybex? I thought what? I thought it was Cybex, and it's just the Magnum it's range. Cybex Magnum, oh. right? Yeah. Is Cybex Magnum? No. I thought it was. Oh, I didn't know. I don't know. Oh, it doesn't matter. Anyway, that fucking piece is phenomenal. I've got that coming. Is it good? Uh yeah. Boy, yeah, that in armbrust. You need that in the gym, bro. You need that in the gym. I have an I have an Atlantis row now. This looks better though. Oh, this this is way better. The shit out of but it. Look, it comes out forward. You pull it right, and it comes yeah. out like that. So oh wow. really? Yeah. And you can do the high. You can do you can do high row as well, and you can do underhand on it. Man, yeah, that, that yeah. thing. You you got neutral underhand and overhand grip and wide grip. Like you can that's, do the whole back on that thing. It's that's fucking, fucking beautiful. badass. Yeah. And then I did I did a single arm on it, and you can actually like draw down and get the lap. How much? How much pay for it, Ben? You don't want to know. He'll kill me if I tell you. I'll take I'll text you, but I'll hook you up with him. He's. Phenomenal. He's, I feel like I'll tell you, he's finding all my equipment for me. I text him, I'm like, I literally was walking around armbrust and I took a picture. You know that flex fitness lap pull down, the one that Sergio uses, the fixed bar? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that one. That, so he's he's hunting for that for me. I think he's found one for me as well. Dorian's and got then, one of those, man. That's fucking sweet. And I don't pay I don't pay f- much for it. Oh, send me his details, bro. Send me details. He, got, he, he got me a bunch of Strive uh, equipment to come in. Yeah, yeah. Some got, got seven pro wins, you know, hook, hook them up. <laughs> Can you see this, Nathan? Which one? The one on the right here. See these two pieces here? Oh, yeah, yeah. This tricep, I got this tricep extension too. I normally hate this, these type of machines. You hate them ones? Why? I, I just, I never get that good a tricep contraction from like this type of machine. Oh, I got it good. But this one fucking feels really, really good. You know what's good in that one? The Cybex Eagle. Fuck. This is Cybex. Yeah. Is Cybex, yeah? yeah, this is the one I have. It's Cybex. Ah, yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Uh, okay, we'll do one more and then we'll go. <laughs> well, because we're gonna do one and then we got off topic on the equipment. So, <laughs> sorry. Uh, <clears throat> last one. Last one. Chocolate versus peanut butter versus pistachio flavored foods. Oh, chocolate peanut butter pistachio ice cream. Bam. Nope. <laughs> You put, he said all verses, but you put them all together. <laughs> yeah. The I, did you say ice cream out of the day? The ice cream on, on my story? No. Remember the ice cream? You didn't see no. it? What'd you I had eat? The ice cream in Q8. I had like three scoops of ice cream in it. I had pistachio, Oreo, and then like an, um, bubble gum. And then I had like... Bubble, uh, wait, whoa. Bubble well, you had those together? Yeah, bro. Look, listen, no. you put together and you gross, mash it all up. You mash it all up. Bubble gum. A, I'm not a bubble brown, gum guy. Wait a minute. You had, in it. Wait a minute. Put a brown in it, right? One second. Brown in it. I put two kinder buenos in it, and I put pistachio in it, pistachio sauce on it, and then I put um, lotus biscuit cream with chocolate. Ooh. Damn. 
Wait a minute. You put pistachio chocolate in bubble gum? Yeah. Bubble gum. Yeah. Bubble gum doesn't go in there. Then we're done. You know, I'll never get used to that. I'll never get used oh, to that. Hey, Nathan, I had a guy from the UK send me a, a care package, like with Tom Williams. He sent me a, a big parcel of chocolate hobnobs. Oh, they're, they're, they're the shit, right? Yeah. I, I got a bunch of Twiglets because I can't get them here. And I fucking no. know those things are fucking... No, you can't get them. And then uh, you ever had those malt milk, the cow biscuits? Yeah. And they don't come in tea. He sent me a, pack, a couple of those. I was fucking li- loving life. Bro, yeah, you're missing loads. You're missing loads. The only thing that's good in the States is, is the fucking cereal. Cereal's good, bro. Yeah. Yeah, they don't bake goods over here and biscuits are pretty average. Yeah. Uh, is that the last question? No, I like the, the stuff fucking cinnamon. The cinnamon cinnamon cereal, is it? Like cinnamon cinnamon, cinnamon, cinnamon toast crunch. Oh you, had, you oh. haven't had a chance, you haven't had a chance to try our cinnamon oat protein, have you yet? The no, cinnamon, yeah. yeah, you're gonna like that. That's well, cinnamon no toast, one can it. Cinnamon no toast one can cereal. Bam. I do a box that easily in one go. Easily. You've had the um you've had that cinnamon raisin toast, the bread. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's good. Ooh. That's just good, right? A cinnamon raisin, yeah. Oh, that's good. With a bit with a thin a thin spread of butter on that's that. That's like my oh favorite. My God. That's like my favorite bagel. See, yeah. now I can just get, it, up, yeah. get up now and go and eat one <laughs> off my diet. <laughs> uh, when are you gonna lock in? Are you actually having like a bit of a break and then locking in? Ten, uh, really? ten days, ten days. Well, ten days out, you're gonna lock in, yeah. No, I wish. <laughs> not that, not that quick. 14. <laughs> but um I t- I've took I'll probably start back on my diet Monday, Tuesday again. Mm. Yeah. So but I'm I'm not going wild and like eating the meals, you know, like 300 grams of cooked steak, um, 350 rice, and then probably you know, I'll probably have like an Indian tonight or Two or two or four bars of chocolate. Not not, not amazing, you know what I mean? But I like, fucking like, miss Indian food, man. Not like a big chocolate bar, like you know, like, like fucking a Kit Kat, but now they're half the size, right? So like yeah. Kit Kat or a twirl, watch the movie with the kids. Just just, just, just basic shit, really. The uh I miss a good Indian. Yeah, bro. Biryani's like, the, see my biryani the other day on that fuck on my story. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> a bit biryani on the Friday. So my show's on Sunday, right? A biryani on a Friday. Biryani on a Saturday, and then I fucking five guys on a Sunday. Bam. Did you really? My you ass, up on a ass was just, boom, just fucking firing. <laughs> it, was like, it, was, it, was like, it was like the car off Back to the Future. Mate, I had that for four, four weeks, but it wasn't because of curry. <laughs> All right, I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask uh, one last a serious question, then we'll go. Okay. Why do why do Jay Cutler's style of training, pyramiding weight up each exercise with a high number of fatiguing feeder sets and never really reaching failure, and Ian's style of doing minimal number of feeder sets and taking two sets to failure per exercise, both work to the same extent? Myself, I train like Jay, um, just because I don't like, I've never tried the whole Ian thing, going to failure on two, two exercises. I always believe, I've always been told, and it's always worked for me, every first set, 10 to 12, second, 10 to 12, third, 10 if it can, and then, you know, fourth, 10, if we get 10 on the fourth set, do another set, yeah, more weight on. Keep that's just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've always, that's how I always train. Yeah. I've never, I've never set a goal out to do four, four to six sets per exercise. Yeah. Some, some exercises are six sets, some exercises are four. Yeah. Totally depends where my body is on that day. 
Um, but I think possibly, you know, my, if, if you're pushing yourself on every single set or Ian's pushing up on them two sets, you're still being, you're still basically pushing the muscle fibers, right? So in yeah. theory, it should still work. Yeah. Yeah. Ben, what do you think, man? You're the coach. Oh, I know how you train. I know you think. I know. I don't want to get. I wish you just left it chocolate and peanut butter. Why you have a different, you have a different opinion? It doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, no, I know. I just don't want to get too deep in down a rabbit hole with it. I just think, and it, from my experience in coaching a wide range of level of athlete from yeah. genetically from genetic responders to non genetic responders. Yeah, I think. If you can get away, if you can respond to that style of training, then great, perfect, really good. Yeah. Um, I find that a lot of people will need to force the issue and, and create, <clears throat> take, take things to to failure a lot more to actually create growth. Um, but I don't think, can I just interject for one second? Sorry, I'm sorry to, I just, I don't think Nathan is saying don't take it to failure because... I trained that way for a really long time. The thing is, it's just a pyramid so that the last set is failure. So no, just a, I understand. It's just, just a lot more feeder, right? I understand, but you're you're limiting the capacity of how heavy that last set is, right? Yeah, because you burned out so much in the earlier sets. Yeah, so yeah. the way that, say, myself or Hunter, Luke, James train, Ian, everything's with a view to maximize the final set. Yeah. Whereas yeah. the way that you, Nathan, Roman... It's uh, it's and say branch. It's accumulation. Yeah. Right. So yeah. you're accumulating fatigue, and then you're still hitting that failure. So I look. The bottom line and principle for any style of training is the the ability to get to a failure state. Right. Okay. So ultimately, I will back down and say, you choose the style of training that you prefer but take it to the fucking end when you get there. Right. But yeah. I think, so what you, I, think I think, I think what you started to say is really valuable because I, I want to assume where you were going with it, but you started to say, and I'm just going to paraphrase. You started to say, if your genetics can handle it, that's great, but not everybody yeah. can handle it. So maybe it's better to try this first because I'm assuming people like me or Nathan or Jay Cutler, obviously have better genetics so we can get away with, growing easier with that style of training whereas somebody that yeah. might not have the genetics to get as big needs to do it a different way yeah and i think a lower volume output is better for the genetically challenged people to, to grow in muscle tissue right but makes sense. They, the only way that can happen and this is the bit that everybody misses the reason why the likes of say luke ian um james etc because it's not just a low volume. The volume that they're doing, it's with such intent and intensity that it makes up for the lack in volume. Yeah, if that so makes sense. you know what I mean? So it's six of but, one, half a dozen of the other, but it's yeah, what, what I, I, can so, cause more trauma. And yeah, and that, that's where I'm like caveating it was, I don't really care. If you enjoy one training over another, that's more important to me because you're going to go and train harder. The point being, when you get to that last set or the heavy sets that you have the gun to the head mentality, right? Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. can fucking push past the mental pain and you can keep going until there's nothing left in the tank. Whether that's the seventh set on that exercise or the second set, I don't care as long as you're putting the muscle under the stress of overload and failure. Okay, right? so just a question then, and go to go back to this question before we wrap up. 
Yeah. So you were deciphering which style is better or better for what person. But the question, which is inter- always interesting to me is why does it fucking work anyways? Like Jay Cutler is an amazing bodybuilder. Luke was an amazing bodybuilder. Dorian Yates was an amazing bodybuilder. Yeah. So, but they both have the equal amount of growth. So there's not really, is that say to everybody, Hey, look, there's not really a perfect style. It's just whatever the best style is for you. Yeah. Because I've done both styles. Yeah. And I know that when I put more into the two brutal fucking sets yeah, and consistently do that, then I get more growth than when I do a higher volume, um, over yeah, but time, but right? it, but that could also be said for somebody else who maybe did a low volume. Oh yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. But maybe yeah. but maybe he's getting more. Uh, Nathan's falling asleep. <laughs> I Nathan, I told him to stop at peanut butter and pistachio. Okay, we're gonna stop, <laughs> we're gonna stop peanut butter. That's fine. No, okay. I'm just taking the piss. Go on, go on. No, no, no. We got our we got our we got our point across. It's just uh, yeah. yeah. It's like do what works for you. Yeah, but. Train your fucking ass off when you do it. Yeah, myself personally, I've, I've, I've taken the piss. I've never trained in Ben in Ben's or James's way, just because like I've always trained the same way. For me, if I was to do that, like I don't know whether it's a mindset. I would think because I'm used to pyramiding, right? I would think that I'm not training as hard because yeah. I'm not doing as many sets. So, yeah. so for me to do that, it would have to take not not I'm a comfort zone. But I'd have to train with someone who's just as strong, but someone who's yeah. done that workout for a long time. Because here's, here's I, a question. It, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be sure whether I'm going to be on that point to where, if I'm doing a pyramid set, I know like you know five, five and a half plates on a bench press is my limit. Like I'm getting six out of that motherfucker. Do you know what I mean? So where I mean, Nathan, what, say for instance you do a hack squat, what do you get? Like how many plates is uh, your heaviest set? Arsenal, packed what nine plates, 15 reps. <clears throat> okay. So say for instance, Christ. say for instance, you did this style of training that James, Ian, etc., and we we held you back, right? And just worked you up slow and you got up to 12 plates and could do 15 with it. But I but like the 15th rep was just murderous, you know? Yeah. Okay. Like the next day, you'd be like, "Holy fuck, my legs are fucking fried." Just as for maybe just as fried yeah. as if you pyramid it up, because you can create the same amount of damage within that final set. You know, it's just okay. horses, horses for courses. You know, but yeah. then doesn't that doesn't that come into that argument come into play where failure is failure? Yeah, that was what I'm saying. Yeah, so I'm saying yeah. I don't care. At the end of the day, I I love training hard and heavy, right? But like, I rest and I keep loading the bar. I just fucking enjoy that, right? So for me, I'm like, okay, well, it doesn't really matter as long as that when I get up on that bar or whatever I'm doing, whatever weight is on there and and it's a work set, I'm taking it all the way to the bank. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the same with Nathan. If I if I if I adopted Nathan's training philosophy for the next year and I pyramid it up, that's fine. And I'm pretty sure I could create growth with it, but I would have to create failure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't matter whether you're doing six reps or 12 reps if the final rep is absolute failure and you're creating the, that maximum amount of muscle tension and damage under load that's where hypertrophy is going to like muscle break down and then you recover from it so how many you know? sets so okay ben quick question for, before we go off the top of, so if that's the case right, how many exercises would you do for that body part so for myself personally i would go for like five six exercises 
if you're, you know, doing the way you're training, how many exercises do you aim for, like personally? So uh, on a body part, I'd like eight work sets of four. Four exercises, yeah? Mm. Yeah. I mean, I disregard like a warm-up, so I would always start chest on, say, like a fly and do like four yeah. sets of 15. Four sets of 15, that doesn't count as throwaway. Um, but then, so I would rather do four on, say, like a Monday, and then on like a Thursday or Friday, I would rather do two extra to increase the frequency, okay. you know? Yeah, if it's a weak body part and he's bringing up, so say my back, I have a back day and then I do a hamstring day with two back movements at the end. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. Right. I'm the same with hamstrings now. I'll do hamstrings and I'll do two quads and then two quads and hamstrings. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Your, your quads are fucking weak. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Nathan, go see take that a, picture. Go, Nathan, go take a nap. Ben, <laughs> ben I'll talk some to you. Over it. All right, guys, <laughs> have a good week. Talk to you soon. Thanks for watching. Please subscribe, share with your friends, and like the video. And if you get a chance, check out the description for all the different links to all the different places you can find Hostile and myself. And lastly, check out Hostile.com for our new line of supplements and all of our apparel and gear. Thanks again for watching.